if you hear chewing noises, it's our new pup, Young Bodacious. You can see him if you're watching this in the background. Just a sweet, sweet child, except for at six in the morning. Uh, we're going to raise him as our own and gonna make him get a job. Uh, anyway, this time on the goodest cast, we got Braden Mace, uh, underground legend. I'm just kidding. He's, but he is a legend. Um, he, Japan mountain driver, you know, he does events too, but, uh, I feel like we could have gone on for another, like, two hours, but his phone kept dying. Um, I definitely want to do, like, a part two, because there's just so much to unpack from somebody who literally moved to Japan and has lived there for years. He's established there. He's got a family there. Like, very interesting dude. Uh, perceptive as shit. And I I learned so much from this. I had no idea a lot of the ways things work and, you know kind of some of the driver you know opinions and stuff so it's kind of it's kind of cool um a good dude you know so uh enjoy this one what's been happening how was your two-day birthday bash uh my two-day birthday bash man that's pretty sweet honestly looks fucking Uh, awesome did julian end up driving or not he did. Fucking impressive. Yeah, then he blew his turbo. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> oh, goes. Uh, oh, that poor dude's got no luck. No, definitely not. He tries, though. His, like, motivation, like, spikes and then goes, like, Oh, fuck it. (laughs) Cats are awesome. (laughs) Pretty much exactly it. Yeah. Yeah, I look sick, but. (laughs) Yeah, I I pretty much, uh, people wanted to celebrate my birthday uh, after the first day. So the second day, I pretty much just let Julian drive my car. So I was, I was, I was, uh, I was sitting on the sidelines. Just, uh, it's like yeah, uh, hung over his shit. Like, uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm this that's me out. driving. <laughs> like, I think every single picture or video I've seen has been like somebody else driving. Because I let like three or four people drive my car. <laughs> like, right. Claim it, just fucking claim it. <laughs> yeah. I keep getting tagged like sick chase. I'm like, oh. yeah, man. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I really stepped it up. <laughs> <laughs> that freaking five gear entry that you like posted but what the fuck dude yeah i mean i do have five sh- fuck that <laughs> <laughs> no like i would tap out i'd just be like fifth i'm out <laughs> i mean i do i do have short gearing so uh it's, true it's, it's yeah not but cr- still it's fifth <laughs> it was it there was like this like thing going through my head like because the straightaway is long enough we're like mm. thinking about what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You're, like, you're, you're in like, fifth like, I'm really doing this. <laughs> you're in fifth for like a while. You're like, okay. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. Hot. We're still going. All right. I mean, Fuck I did, that. I did, I did goof a bunch of them. Luckily, that track's pretty forgiving. So, I mean, mm. you can't, you can kind of blow off, but 
you know. I don't even a, I don't even know if there's any was, fifth gear circuits here. It was a little wet, so we didn't want to like you know you you do the, you do have the possibility of if you drop the rear mm. hard enough you could roll. So that was a little scary. <laughs> eh. Fuck, that would have been epic, but me, can, more driving you, than me, more driving you, than me lately. I mean, you could do it. It's a big track. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like I've spoken to like um, like Mido from the UK, and like yeah. a lot of the UK tracks are big big speed entries and he's like dude it's so slow everything just happens so slow but when you go on a small track everything is because it's so shortened and tight and everything everything happens so fast and you're just like fuck 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 whereas yeah. the faster stuff the big sweeping shit it's just la 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 like i don't, I I don't mean, know I, I hate it I, I just didn't like it in australia i just i found it so boring whereas the, the short stuff is just more intense for sure it's fun Julian and Jason have like a very fond, like, bond with that that course mm. that like because that's like that's where drifting was in mm, 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 Northern California. Like that's where they did pro am at. That's like where they all their mm. comps and stuff was like on different corners of that track and stuff. So they know it like crazy. Mm. And so every you know it's it's pretty it's gotten pretty expensive to rent. So that's why he only does it like once or twice this is like the first this is the, f- the second time i've ever driven it because they haven't had drifting on there for like mm. six or seven years i think the last, oh, fuck. the last time i was there i was doing i was doing media i wasn't even like i, I think i still had a ka and uh I'm, that's how i met ryan Cotto. he like walked up to me and i was like standing at they had like a little like grill like mm. snack like lunch counter thing at the track and i'm like they're with my backpack all ready to take pictures and shit and he's like oh what's up dude you uh you shooting today i'm like yep and i was like all right. all right cool and then he just like walked and got in his z mm-hmm. uh like his fdz and i was like mm. oh okay that's that guy. i was like i was like oh ryan i was like oh that was ryan what a nice dude <laughs> that was my first that was my first interaction with him uh. So yeah. yeah, I want I wanted to drive it ever since, but um, I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I have like power now because it's pretty cool. I have this like inner bug in me that really wants to go back to Australia and drive a big course again, and just see what it's like after driving short courses for so long, and then going back and driving, you know, fourth gear, third, mainly third and fourth gear stuff. Yeah. Actually, what it's like, and and whether you change back to it or you can keep that sort of like short track short track like I, a mentality or not i think you'd be surprised because i you know I, you know we people get flack like oh you know second gear hero or whatever and all that, that mm-hmm, kind of like mm-hmm. all that talk when you drive the short course stuff um mm-hmm. it's not some of that short course stuff is gnarlier it's, than the it's intense like everything happens so much faster and like all of your i don't know how you put it I mean, breaking zones. Breaking dude, zones are so crucial. Yeah, as, especially I, as soon as you put another car in front of yourself, you're like, okay, this shit can get real, real quick. Like, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think that I would be able to just. I don't think I, 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 I don't think I'd be able to jump in and do the mountain stuff that you can do. You know what I mean? Like, that's, dude, no, nah, but come on, like, uh, how do I put it, man? When I first moved here and I got a car. And then it was like, I'm going to go drifting. And it was like, streeter, straight to the hills. 
And it was just like, no, fuck's sakes. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you're like, I just got this thing, man. And like, you know, like I'd been drifting for five years before I moved here. And it was like, I I can do this shit. Like, no problem. And as soon as I got to the hills, it was like, nuts, start again. Like, this is totally different. And I mean, even like the first time I drove Mayhan before I moved to Japan. The first time I drove Mayhan, I was like, I don't even know how to drift. Yeah, <laughs> like I was like, oh, I guess I don't know how to drift. That sucks. I, I don't know. Like, but then again, like hills now for me is it's the only driving to me. Yeah, well, no, I don't know. Like, I love Bihoku. I love Mehan, and I, I love like like Suzuka Modeland is the most underrated little course, like stuck five seconds away from like Suzuka Twin. That place mm-hmm. is the bomb, man. You get there yeah. with like three or four people and you just you just jam. <laughs> you just go nuts and it's so much fun. And it's it's only like a little just a third gear straight with a, a the S turn and stuff in it, but it's so much fun. Like I think two or three years ago, Casey, Keske and I went there I think like three or four weeks in a row. Like we didn't all drive together every single week, but every week we were there and someone different was driving. And it was just, it was just awesome fun because it's, it's really, really simple course layout. It's got a little bit of forgivingness in it. Like you can kind of go off and make some errors, but just for how simple it is, but how quality you can increase your driving. It's just epic. It's one of those places that's kind of like not known about here. It's kind of cool. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. That's where I want to. Like, I have a new car, so I want to take it there. What'd you get? Probably. Uh, you, don't, you don't want to talk about it yet? Okay. It's it's not shady, but it's it's a little bit shady. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I picked up a fifteen. So nice. Um, it's it's under terms and conditions, so we'll um see how that pans out over the next couple of months. So. Okay. But yeah, it's shady. <laughs> I feel shady about it. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I want to take that there and have a, a bit of a shakedown with Casey when Casey gets back. And like Nishio is always down for Motorland. Like you send him a message because he's like five or 10 minutes away from there. He's like, I'll be there in 10 minutes. And he just rocks up with anything and you're like, time to drive. Right. And he's just like super down for a day. Like he's the best dude to go driving with there. But he's, a, he's definitely an interesting character. He's awesome. He's yeah. hilarious. He's yeah. so sta- like he's so standoffish. And yeah. then as soon as you kind of like, if you meet him two or three times and you sort of have like a little bit of conversation with him, he then eventually sort of like opens up and he's like, oh yeah, like these guys are pretty chill. Like, yeah, he, yeah. it's it's kind of normal Japanese, I guess. Like, yeah, there's heaps I, I of people de- like I'm that. Definitely, I didn't get past that. I didn't get past <laughs> it a couple times. I mean, I can't imagine being in like a foreign country and like going to a drift event and having like you know just a gang of people trying to talk to you and you Mm. don't speak the language like that's gotta Mm. be so wild you know try and try and translate for everyone (laughs) (laughs) man no like i hate to say it but 2020 has been sick because there's been no foreigners coming to japan (laughs) (laughs) no more foreigners (laughs) no like it's it's been real interesting hey because i've noticed a huge difference with like going to mayhan and then not being like a select like three or four rental cars of like 
foreigners from overseas just rocking yep. up and being like, yeah, man. like it got it got to a stage where it was bad, man. Like, you know, that th- there's been heaps of stories about Ebisu being bad with foreigners, and it got to a point where like next on the list was Mayhan, and there was just heaps of foreigners. But I, to- I mean, it's good. It's the place to go. It's the place to see. But when you live here, you're just like, oh, fuck. Yeah, they're gonna come and talk to me at some point. <laughs> it's gonna be awkward. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. I went man. to, I like, I went to, I went to, I think it was Fall Matsuri, like 2016 mm. at Ebisu, mm. and I was like, I like, I, f- I almost felt bad being there. <laughs> like, I was like, man, because it's like, it's, it was just that was that was the year. I think it was the year right before they like banned all the. missiles completely like missiled out like you know no like literally like shock towers like Mm. pushed in cars and stuff so it was like it was like oh this is you could just tell that there was like there was like a couple of people a couple japanese people that were like just super diehard Mm. but like you could tell that this was like not an event that a lot of japanese people went to Mm. it would have been it would have been good to go to the one that's just gone like end of when was it in November, end of October? Yeah. But then, like, I saw a couple of like videos and vlogs from it, and it was just like all the base dudes from um, Yokosuka and stuff. And it was just mm-hmm. like, there's still people there, there's still foreigners there. Like, yeah, I mean, when you have it's, a, it's it's real strange, man. I mean, like, I, I mean, fuck, I am a foreigner in, in Japan. Yeah, so. yeah fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. I have a question. It's so, like, strange. A lot of you know, a lot of people. That being said, a lot of people go to Japan for drifting. Mm. Like, mm. not there. It takes like it takes like a select person to stay there. Like, what what was that like thought process like? Did you did you go once and you're like, this is so it? The funny. The, place? the funny thing is, like, okay, so 2011, I came to Japan for a month, um, and we did the Reckham Mayhan Day. Mm-hmm. That was my first time to Japan. And at that time, Streeter was like, come over for a month, suss it out. If you want a job, you can move over here and you can start working for me. And I was like, fuck yes, I'm going to go suss this shit out. It's going to be sick. Like, I'm going to move to Japan, like, at the end of the year, blah, 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 blah. Got there and was just like, no, this country's fucked up. Like, no way could I live there. <laughs> and then... 2013, I did the same thing, man. 2013, I came here for a month and I did it with two guys. And one of the guys, his parents were living in Tokyo, teaching at um, the American school in Japan. And I stayed with them for two weeks, like in their house and kind of lived the norm of like not going to work, but, you know, like living in a house, going to the supermarket, you know, kind of a day-to-day schedule kind of thing. Got home after that trip and was just like, fuck that i could not live in that country like no fucking way would i ever move to japan five weeks six weeks later i emailed street i was like hey man remember in 2011 you like offered me a job any chance i can have a job and he was like yeah dude i need someone to come and pack for me like asap and literally like four or five weeks after that i was in japan like living whoa i I, I just i just did it man and it was like well that was I had like a couple of things that fell out in Australia where like I was, I had no ties in Australia. So if it was a chance to do it, I was like, well, I've got to do it. 
before right. I sort of make any more big commitments in Australia, like I was at a point where I wanted to move anyway. Like I was thinking about moving to Sydney or back to Adelaide or something or other from Queensland. And I was like, you know, fuck it. Like I'm going to go to Japan for six months. I'll just go and see what it's like. Yeah. If I get through six months, I'll, I'll like hang around because Australians can get a year and a half work, like working holiday visa. Which I don't think Americans can, but no. I think, I think New Zealanders can get one year. Three months max. It's like 90 days. Like or holiday something. one. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we, we can get like an extended one and it's supposed to be where you're not allowed to work full time and you're supposed to move around Japan and it's like a holiday. But um, nobody does. <laughs> Everyone gets the visa and just like goes to the snow for six months and then goes to somewhere else for six months and then fucks off home. Or, you know, like um, Casey did his and he was in Nara the whole time. And a, a lot of the guys that do end up living here or do spend the most time here, they do that like working holiday visa um, and then go on to another visa or get married or whatever. But so yeah, I guess, like I, I it makes it easier when that you have that year and a half where you're like, all right, it's been yeah. a year and a half. You're like, like I'm settled, you know? Like, I'm gonna- yeah. I mean, before I moved, I had a friend living here on that visa and he moved here with like, I think it was like 25 or 30 grand, man. Like he was like, I'm going to do this right. I'm going to move there with a bunch of cash. And he spent it in the first like nine months. It was just like gone because because it was like <laughs> he was just like dude he was gnarly. He, if he crashed a car, two days later building another car. Like he just put all into like driving in Japan and and drinking in Japan. Like if he wasn't driving, he was drinking. It was just gnarly. Sounds so like he my, was sounds like, like my last trip there. <laughs> yeah, but that's it, dude. Like honestly though, like his advice to me was don't move with money. Like move there and try and make it work on the salary as normal and then that way you don't have a honeymoon phase and that and that's what happens man is like a lot of people move here and they'll have a honeymoon phase of that working holiday visa and it's like the best time in the world you got no fucking insurance to cover you got no payments no like bills and you go nuts and like i did the same like i after six months i bought a car so i did six months which ironically was through winter and then as the end of the six months came up, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to get a car and I'm going to do this drifting thing. Like I'd been out to Mayhound a couple of times and been out to the hills and stuff. So I was like, fuck it, get in a car. It's, it's got to happen. Mm-hmm. And that first year, dude, like I did, when I look back at it, I think there was like a couple of months where I'd drive Mayhound twice in one week and hills once in a week. So like Wednesday, Mayhound, Friday night, hills, Sunday, Mayhound. And I just like, I did that probably, fuck, five times. Like, yeah, I'd have like a full crazy month of just driving, 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 and then I'd have a month off. And then I'd have another month of just full driving. And then I just was like, fuck, hang on a second, I got no money. (laughs) And it just was like, shit. And I was like, hang on a second, this is what like my friend warned me about. Like, fuck. (laughs) I I feel like I had this conversation. (laughs) yeah deja vu (laughs) but you know like it's it's exactly the same as anybody coming here on holiday like you come here and it's just fucking so many new things and there's even like a meme about it where it's like a a picture of like a foreigner in japan with like 
all the colorful lights and like Akihabara and like 7-Eleven all in the background. And then underneath it's like this black and white, like salary man dude with like the train system and like computer, like <laughs> shit in the background. <laughs> and it's like the two sides of living in Japan. And it's fucking true, man. Like um, it, it catches up real quick. So, but I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. I, guess, I guess probably working for Streeter, it's a little different. You're not you're not like forced to do some kind of like. Well, I'm not there thing. anymore, man. I'm not there yeah. anymore. Yeah. Um, I did I did five years with Streeter, and like it was awesome because it was so free. Like, yeah. If I wanted to go driving, I could just fuck off and go driving. Like at one stage, I was running a little like drift rental business with um with Hero, and and I could do whatever I want. Like if I wanted to go driving, I could go driving. If my family that, came over or my like, that friends dude, were that over. Dude, that dude's one of the most underrated drivers <laughs> out there. He's insane. He is. He's an next level. Hey. Yeah. He's one of those people where I like, didn't know who he was until I went out there and saw him driving person. Mm. I was like, Oh, okay. Mm. He means business. And like, I don't know how to put he doesn't it. Care, he doesn't care about any, like his, Social media is him like eating with his friends and shit. Like I love it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he's like not and it's like oh gets out of prison. (laughs) (laughs) Gets out of prison and the first thing it's just like food, 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 eating all this good stuff, and then like I'm gonna go drifting now. (laughs) Yeah, he's crazy. He's awesome, man. Like I I, like when I first moved here, I worked with him at Streeter. Like he used to work with me. And so that was my sort of like ticket i guess into yeah. drifting like it was jesse and hero that sort of like was the, the door to getting into drifting in japan i guess those, but, are, those are some good uh those are some good people to learn from oh man yeah but tr- dude like so many times i'd be like hero can you teach me to drive and he'd just be like no <laughs> so, no fuck off <laughs> oh <laughs> i want to be mean, good like you <laughs> and he's like no T28. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, man, like seriously, dude, like like my first my first car here, I bought from Hero and I said to him, I was like, okay, I've got like a million yen, like 10 grand. I was like, I, I want like TDO6, I want cams, I want head gasket, like 400 horsepower, like give it to me. And he was just like, mm-mm. Literally was his reply. It's just like, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then he shows me this like bone stock 180. And he's like, this is the best one. Like, no, that's gay. Like, why? And he's just like, <laughs> learn to drive. But yeah. dude, it was the best thing that ever happened to me, man. Like, like the car I had in Australia before I moved here was like 350, 400 horsepower, like two liter Tomai freaking S14, like completely overbuilt, ridiculous car. Yeah. And set up so wrong. And then moving here, going to like a stock 180 with diff and coilovers and a seat and trying to drive with guys with 400 horsepower in the hills it was epic man like it it, it was yeah. just so much fun like and then eventually like just like over six months 12 months like i think it was maybe like a year and a half like hero gave me knuckles and he's like here you go like he's like you've earned these knuckles. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're like thank you <laughs> finally acknowledgement <laughs> That's kind of how. That's kind of how I started out. I I kind of like there was like some of the older dudes who were like, 
No, you don't get knuckles till you link the course. But like, sounds like you didn't get knuckles until you could like <laughs> throw down hard. Like. <laughs> Even then, like. Oh man, I look back at my driving now. I'm just like, fuck, it's bad. And even now, I'm just like, I we need to do. drive so much more, man. We all like, do that. Casey, man, like, oh, oh man, jeez, where did he come I- from? Where did he come <laughs> from? He was like taking pictures and driving like his car with the the NASR with like it was just super loud, super short gearing, and he was like ripping pretty good. And then now that he's in this thing, you're like, what? I want to tap out, man. <laughs> Maybe I need to buy a camera and like start again. <laughs> no, like, dude. Like, and it's the same with Mez, man. Like Mez, his driving is so good now. And it, I, I, I reckon it's purely because they've watched drifting for so long. Those two guys so. have just watched drifting and they've watched some of the best drivers. Like, I mean, Whoa. 2011, Yokoi in the docks in Nagoya. Like you asked yeah. Mez about that man, that that was just a an experience never to forget. Like, yeah, that was just something else. And you know, you know where the like when when you when you see that before you even start driving, you're like, oh, I people can do this. Mm-hmm. You know, like the first time I, when I went to like now he came for Super D and it was like, mm-hmm. all right, cool, this guy rips. But like seeing him drive the car that I like tried to drive at Mahon, I was like, oh, like. This, this is where I thought I was and like this mm. is where now he is like like I, I was like I'm I am I thought I was like an eight out of ten. I'm a, yeah. I'm a two I'm a two out of ten. You know? Try move to Japan, man. You go from eight to minus two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was like, like, okay. You you go out driving and they're all like, No, you're at the front. It's like, no, fuck that. I don't want to be at the front. Like, why would I want to be at the front? <laughs> like, leave me alone. <laughs> All you but, hear is just, all you hear is a like you know, turbo just noises in your ear the whole time you're driving too. You're like, please don't hit me. But that pressure, dude, that pressure of having someone push you. Sorry, I'm just like fucking. Oh no, trying to get <laughs> comfortable underneath my little setup. <laughs> That's cool, man. Um, We're, this isn't this I, isn't like a you know high production <laughs> value baller like. Thing. No, but I'm I'm pretty impressed that you like dog cage in the background there. Like you you, you got the setup. Like your, your background scenery from each podcast is like growing. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was like one where there's no plants, and the next one's like, oh, fuck, there's plants. <laughs> now there's a dog cage. Like, what's next, man? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm just gonna keep. I'm just gonna keep like having more and more ridiculous shit in the background. And see yeah. if people notice. <laughs> yeah, just completely. Have, like one of those like, like wacky waving inflatable arms you guys in the yeah. kitchen. Like, the it's whole like a time, switch just trying to ignore. Podcast, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I mean. What, okay, so you so you said you were running like a drift rental thing. Like, what's it like? What's it like being a, you know, a foreigner and being able to like and to start a business and actually like try and make money in Japan? Is it like, is it hard to do that? Or are you kind to of do it legit? It is so hard, man. So I fucking bet. hard. We, I mean, like <laughs> Hero and I just did it sort of as like a side sort of thing for fun. Yeah. Um, like. 
back back in the day, 2010, 2011, like Shane used to do what was called K-Tours, um, which was like a rental sort of thing as well for like groups of people coming to Japan and had two or three cars which you could rent. Yeah, and, and he, he would like, take you to like was, different tracks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Like, the way he I think did I saw it was, the it was fucking amazing, man. Yeah, I was like, um, I was like, hmm, that looks interesting. And then I saw how much it was, and I was like, I'm poor. Yeah, it, but, it's worth it, dude. And, and like, essentially, like Hero and I just did the same thing, man. It was exactly the same. Like Shane was like, I don't have time to do this. Someone needs to do it. People are always asking me to keep doing it. So Hero and I were like, yeah, okay, like we'll do it. Like Hero had a car and I could speak to foreigners. So we're like, yeah, sweet. Like if someone hits us up, we'll do it. Like yeah, we had heaps of people. Like freaking Be Strong, man. Be Strong drove for two days. Um, really? In one of our rentals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was I probably do. one of our best freaking customers. Like no problems, zero. Like every He's- customer we had, there was problems. But he was like legendary. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon is like the chillest dude, dude and, right? like, and like like no ego but like absolute mm. ripper yeah like the hardest thing with doing the rentals was like uh how do you explain it if you put someone on the edge of a cliff like abseiling or something because they are so worried about it of they've got like so much adrenaline you can say anything like you can say like dick to them or like i fucked your mom or something and they <laughs> it will not go through their head man like they, it, it doesn't it, it doesn't compute. And it's the same with doing the rentals, man. Like you'd give them the rundown of like, you've got all day to go driving, like chill out, get used to the car, like blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. First lap, no, 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 no. Like limit bashing the whole thing. And yeah, it's like, just like, oh, uh... for fuck's sakes. I had a Hawaiian dude blow an engine in four laps. Um, <laughs> a friend of mine from Australia on his birthday rented a car and crashed first lap. Oh. Um, so like yeah it, it was and it's like it's it was your friend a catch too. 22 yeah i felt like, real bad about charging him for a day i was like oh, did i have to charge you dude like i gotta fix the car yeah. <laughs> but he was sweet about it like he was like oh, i fucked up it's all good yeah that's cool it, it was it was really fun like it was really cool but we i mean we stopped it mainly because here he got arrested but um like if i look at it now i, I wouldn't do it again it's uh, for what you're doing. And I know there's another guy doing, trying to do it, even though COVID's on. He's another guy trying to do it at the moment in, in Kansai as well. Like it, there's, there's a market for it, but you've just got to have like leeway. And, and ideally people with money are your best customers. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I mean, like you, you can't put a value on the experience that you're going to get. And people don't like realize that. And then as well as the fact is no matter what you say to them, as soon as they get in a car, they're in Japan in a drift car on track. <clears throat> yeah. So that they're, they're just going to go bonkers. Like it's yeah. the, you know, it's, it's I, yeah. I, I mean, you feel, you feel the pressure to like do well. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, well, uh, I don't know. I kind of, I, I, I went through that, but I, I was, I was nice to the car that I drove, but the car that I drove like was a, yeah it was not a nice and Nauki special <laughs> it was it was rolled earlier in the day by oh, did you uh, drive Aaron that Wong. Car? <laughs> yeah i drove it the day that it got rolled <laughs> so like the windshield shattered and they like yeah you know jack the roof back up. Shit? yeah no it was still in the car 
the door oh, wouldn't what? close no seatbelt. they like handed me some like you know like you know football helmet to wear and shit like it was <laughs> it was like i was like all right i was like i'm i'm definitely gonna die in this i only got to do like two or three laps and the session got shut down but like i don't know it was pretty embarrassing and then they're like oh Naki wants to take you for a ride and i was like okay and then i like get in that car you know again no seatbelts. i'm like the same mm. shitty helmet and we're going down the front straight and there's like glass shards like coming off the windshield into my eyes in and the I'm same like, car <laughs> yeah and i was like and then just you know 90 on the wall like tapping someone with the back of the car and i'm like dude i couldn't even drive the, like the front the the front end felt so loose and mm. like there was like almost no grip in the front tires and that's when i realized i was like okay like you can never blame the car Mm-mm. you like can't you know you you can't blame the car and like i literally have to drive more than like four or five times a year like if i keep driving four or five times a year i'm gonna be at two forever mm. you know so it's it hey it's, it's just consistency like if uh, how would like casey going to mayhan every week for fuck probably like seven months man like yeah, the that was whole it. of like spring summer autumn leading up to kansai all-stars Every weekend, Mayhan. And there was weeks as well where he was like there two, three times a week. Well, there's and something to be said for him not totaling the car going that much. You know what I mean? Man, like he, he had some stacks, man. Like he, yeah. he had some stacks. And like that car is, it was a shitbox to start with. Like the night yeah. we picked that car up from Naoki, like <laughs> I, I, I went with him to pick that car up, dude. And it was like going down the highway, like fenders flapping on it. Like I think I had like one taillight sort of like doing this down the highway. Like, it was bad and we like he cleaned it up pretty good but now it's like it's a mayhan car like yeah and and there's no point cleaning that car up because as soon as you go back out again it's just like one of, the, again. <laughs> one of the dudes we were with last time rode with uh semi tanaka and like he was saying like coming onto the front straight it felt like the whole sub rear subframe was gonna fall out of the car like every time and i was just like i guess that's just the thing man like these guys is like they don't give a fuck like and it's I like it. It's impressive. Fuck yeah, man. Well, because they're just like, they're like, oh, Mayhan tomorrow. Car's fucked. I'm going anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they just don't care, man. Like, oh, like there was a time where like people have rocked up with no fuel and they're like, um, shit, like, I I need fuel. It's like, you drove past the fuel station to get to Mayhan (laughs) and you've, got in and you've paid your entry and now you've realized you need fuel like yeah like okay yolta like splash yeah the first time i met him at mayhan he was changing a diff in the morning because he took <laughs> like his car that, there man. yeah he took his car there with, with an open diff. diff oh with an open diff and then like i looked over and because like this was probably in my first like two months of owning the 180 i looked over and like one of the guys that I'd been introduced to um, was helping him. I went over and helped and like, this was full Japan version, Yolta, like zero English time yeah. and like helped him out. And then like t- probably two years later, man, he's like, do you remember me? And I was like, no, what, who are you? And he's like, yeah, you helped me change a diff before Mayhan one day. And I was just like, Oh, oh I remember you now. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> but like, dude, th- th- that's so normal. Like, I mean, I, I've done 
fuck. I've driven some Mahan with like blown turbos and done turbos at the track. Like, (laughs) yeah, just, just the, the, the not not shenanigans, but just the lack of commitment to doing it and then getting there and then just like hitting a switch of like, need to get this shit done now. (laughs) Yeah. I think, I think as soon as you watch somebody like run it once, you're like, okay, we're here. It's time. Mm, mm. I mean, the last time might have been the last time that Julian was here. Um, like Yota blew two boxes in the one day. Like he blew a box. He went and got another box and a clutch, I think. And I got the box out. And then by the time, like, I think he got like half an hour driving again at the, at the end of the day. Cause we got the box back in driving again and then half an hour to drive a Julian. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, I don't know. You don't, you don't see that in, in Australia for one. I don't know about the States, but like um, Australia is like, unless it's a two or three day event, no one's changing boxes in like in, in half an hour or 45 minutes to do it. Like it does not happen. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Even drive shafts, man. Like, ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I think my team is definitely has gotten very good at swapping those <laughs> <laughs> when, when they switched, Julian was running like the stock axle. I mean, we call them axles in America because mm-hmm. we, you know, like the crannies axles. <laughs> Not as bad to... as the UK, dude. The UK wings, fenders. Yeah, I don't get that one. Change either. my wings. What the fuck yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> they used they used to buzz me out because like I'd do an email for Streeter every now and then, and it'd be like yeah. Yeah, a yeah. dude from the UK being like, "I need new wings, new front wings." I'd be like, "Front what wings, is this dude, talking about like." <laughs> Swings you know. on the back. <laughs> yeah, right. You're doing like time attack or some shit? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Voltex. <laughs> Sends Voltex link. No, man, I want origin ones. Oh, they don't make them, mate. Like, fuck. No, 55 mil ones. Oh. oh now I got you. Got it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I've... Julian. Julian went through, I think... We went to this event in Canada, and I think Julian went through like seven axles when we were there. Yeah, it was he was running, that's... he was running those like, I think they was like one of the tire companies like stickiest tires at mm-hmm. the time, and he was running like stock axles, and he would he would go in and like clutch kick and blow both of them at the same time. <laughs> it was actually really oh. impressive. It- but to be honest with you, like I'd rather blow on like an axle or a drive shaft compared to a box, man. Like, yeah, for sure. That that's like that's one thing about here that I've learned is like have a weak link and make that weak yeah. link the easiest thing to change. Yeah, because then you can just change the part instantly. Like, yeah, I mean that's what. Yeah, they. I don't know. That's still kind of uncommon in the mm. states i think people are very like about making everything as beefy as possible mm. but uh yeah you gotta you gotta have something that fails mm. it's just my... a combo like like yeah. look at jason's car man that car is just so thought out like everything suits to what he wants out of that car yeah and it's always reliable right like yeah he just doesn't change it he he yeah well why would you because he got the combo right yeah like yeah. He, he got the setup right from day one yeah but that's he dr- like he drove the most he's driven the most out of everybody i think and mm. by like a lot even japan man when they sent their cars over like he was just 
driving, 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 driving. Yeah. And then I think at one stage I was like, bro, your tie rod's loose. And he's like, oh, tightened it up and back out again. <laughs> like, he was just was like, oh, tightened yeah. it up and off he went. <laughs> yeah. I might, but I the might... other guys, man, fuck, they had some troubles, but hey. Yeah. Box Ryan. after box after box. Ryan's. Yeah. Uh, Julian, bo- Jul- Julian drove my car on on New Year's Eve and I got it back and then I went and did a couple laps and the shift linkage broke. And I was like, I was like, I was like, Hey man, I know like, I was like, I think you're pretty strong. And I actually, I know you're strong because I feel like this happens to you a lot. I feel like the shift linkage breaks on your car on every single car you have. And I haven't broken, I haven't broken the shift linkage on this car in five Mm. years. Mm. Uh, So I'm not going to say that this is your fault. Like I don't care, I'll fix it. But like, maybe like you know, work on the finesse of not like you know. Check the technique, bro. Yeah, I was like real gentle with how I like said it, you know. But whatever. Uh, like the 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 new car that I bought, um, it's it's got a potential like blown or soon to blow third gear in it, mm-hmm. and I've seen videos of in car and like the drivers like yeah, and just like bang like into third <laughs> gear and i'm like well that's why yeah like, yeah yeah i think uh, who is it? i think it's like kazama or something like one of the og dudes kazama he is just so gentle on everything that he does and it's just like zero problems like yeah you, you watch like videos of people in australia and like and even yeah. like a lot of guys here like Nalki's just like third gear, give me third gear blown box yeah it's not a drum set. Like they, they welded like a bar in for one of his cars. Maybe it was a Mickey's car. One of the cars they welded a bar in so you couldn't go into fifth. Yeah. Because it's just so violent to go into third that like kept going into fifth. So they uh, put a bar in so you can't go. Yeah. And it's just like, how about just chilling out a little bit and getting into third? Like <laughs> well, there's like there's this whole like mindset behind I and I didn't understand this until they explained to me that like, and you know, some people like the like sloppy stock shifter. They want it to be like, you mm-hmm. know, loose. So when you on a right hand drive, you could just scoop third to second, like doing one of these, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I didn't realize that. I was like, okay, that makes sense. I was trying to figure out like, I, cause I don't know. I'm kind of like, I don't know about like OCD, but I'm, I'm, I'm weird. Right. Like I like the idea of like a really notchy shifter, like, you know makes me happy mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, i'm like mm-hmm, i'm like this is the gear this is the gear you know like you're not like is this the gear is that the gear i don't know <laughs> but um there's, there's, there's definitely a line in the stand like i've driven some cars here where it's like there is no bush on the bottom of the shifter and it's just like <laughs> i've yeah. got it or like you're, you're driving <laughs> with your hand on the shifter like i'm good <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man the, the the level of like car maintenance like here like you either get the guys that are super OCD like I know there's there's a couple of guys that will not drive May Hunt if there's a problem like yeah even if it's the smallest problem they they're will just like, pack up and go home they're like that's not worth it not worth the risk I'm gonna total yeah. this car if my car is not on its A game yeah but that's what, literally that's what makes the people who are that good that good because they're like eh I'll drive around it like eh May Hunt eh it'll right. be fine you know. Like, I mean, going back to my 180, like, I used to get so frustrated because, fuck, stock T28 with, like, a shitty exhaust on it and a 4.1 diff in it. 
and I could not keep up with like anybody in the hills. And then I was like so frustrated one night that Hero drove it. He's like, oh, like I'll drive it. I'll show you how to do the course. Yeah. And he, man, he was all over like street, and I was just like, uh, "Fuck you, dude!" Like I can't blame <laughs> shit now. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but and it, like that, but that's the best thing, man. Like to to go driving and have someone either push you or someone to literally like say, "Get in the passenger seat." Like you're a fucking idiot. Get in the passenger seat. Like come and yeah, watch. I'll this. show you how it's done. Yeah. And it's just like. Oh, right. Like uh, even even like when Brandon rented the the rental car, like at Bihoku all morning, I was like, Brandon, like just do, just chill out. Like Main Street, you can get some speed, man. You can put it on the lid. Like just chill out. And then in the afternoon, Hero's like, yeah, jump in, expert style, and does like fucking gnarly full throwdown. And yeah. then he's like, oh, this is easy style. And like from there, like Brandon was just like consistent as fuck, man. Just like line after line after line i was just like so Fuck. brandon and i both got to drive uh ruben's car in new zealand oh yeah 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 on uh like the hampton downs club circuit Mm-mm-mm. which you know like it's that's a, that's it's a, a fast it's a, it's, course, a, it's, a, it's a fast entry right so fuck yeah i'm like oh, i'm only gonna do do a couple laps i'm not super comfortable with right hand drive i'm gonna like but i, I still went for it you know i was like upshift Mm-mm-mm. fourth throw it in mm. brandon goes out first lap and does the same line all the seas guys have been doing all day like he's that, insane he's you know where so they cu- fucking good they cut through the grass and like yeah like kind of the naoki line the mm. seas guys line where they like cut through the grass and get like the edge of the wall because it kind of mm. opens up dude and i'm just like are you are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> going home <laughs> like you know, and I'm just on the fence. I'm like standing up on the fence, like, ah! like you know, super hyped. Because like I don't know, Brandon, Brandon, and I both like really wanted to drive the whole time, and it was like we just went just to hang out. But you know, like you're in your driver, you're like, uh, I, I want to drive. You know, you didn't, you don't, you don't go there to to not drive. Yeah, and like that's the, the most frustrating thing now is like when you go to events and you can't drive, it's like salt in the wound. But then at the same time, like if you, if you're not around it all the time, you lose it. Like, yeah. Like like going back to, you know, Casey and Mez, like filming and like taking photos all the time, like because they were around it so much, they, they mentally have this image in their mind of how to drive. Yeah. So as soon as they started driving, they knew at least the line to take. And if they'd been in the car with someone, they knew like, okay, well, this is where you select the gear. This is where you sort of like full half throttle and like all of those little things. Like, yeah, you just, you just pick up and fucking Brandon's insane, man. Like, I, I don't know that that dude blows my mind. Like, yeah. And, and it was the first time he'd driven right hand drive too. Yeah. So it was just like, he's in a new car. He's in a car that's probably got like 200 horsepower less than his home car. And then right-hand drive on a course which you can put on the lid in three different places on the course. And he was just, like, throwing down. And it was just – it was fucking epic. Like, we, we, we had, like, a rule for the rentals. It was, like, two, three, five tires only, like a low grip. So it was sort of, like, easy. And Hero ended up just putting two six fives on for Brandon. It's like, <laughs> now let him go faster. And I was like, oh, cool. Dude, that's sick. <laughs> it was what fucking a- killing it, dude. He what a guy. Fucking- I like – 
Yeah, I got some. I got some stiff competition on my team, man. But that's that's good. That's, <laughs> that's good. why I'm part of no team, dude. No yeah. teams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, Are you dude, like, like you're, you're kind of of the the streeter mentality of like no comps, no teams, just mountains and nah. keep it like my my no comps thing is purely money, like fair the amount that you would spend to go to a comp compared to the amount that you would just go to a normal practice day yeah, you can do and the amount of driving days. that you get. Yeah, ex- ex- yeah. Well, yeah, right. Like I think um, when I did Super D here, I did the practice day on the, I think it was the Thursday or the Friday and then the Saturday was the, the, like, the comp day, I think it was. I bought like four new tires and those four new tires from those two, two days of driving lasted me probably like six weeks in the hills after doing wow. super D. So it was just like, like Mayhan's good to go and take it seriously, but you have to take it seriously. Whereas yeah. if you go to the hills, you can go and like 40% treads. Oh, I'm out of tires. I'm going home. Like yeah. sweet as. And, and it's the same with the comps. Like if you go there and you've got a, a half decent setup, it's, you're just pissing money in the winter. I think like, yeah, but you got to do it to get better. Like it's it's a catch twenty two. Yeah. Um. Like I, I like the mini the mini comps that they do. Like same the same school little comps and and like the spirit purple D fucking whatever that event was. Like that was super fun. Where it was just basically like go Ten out and drive as comps. per normal. Yeah. yeah. And then like at the end of the day, you get some prizes and shit. Like it was really really chill and. I like, like I did. I like that concept too. It, it makes it fun because it it is like a normal practice day, but then there's this like slight pressure for an hour of like they're watching me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and I want to do well. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and like Casey fucking kills it, man. Like, fuck that motherfucker. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm fucking wearing all this shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he's he is just so natural, man. Like, it was real funny, like. Uh, two years ago, when he first moved here on his visa, um, like Friday or Saturday night, we were just hanging out, had like dinner and shit. And I was like, let's go play golf. So we went and played golf and he fucking killed it, dude. Like he is good. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever played golf before? (laughs) Yeah, he has. Oh, okay. He admitted it after hitting like 10 balls. (laughs) So yeah, I've done this before. (laughs) And he's just naturally fucking gifted, man. Like. Oh, it drives me nuts. You, you know, like like you're in high school and there's people that can just like do everything. Like, yeah. <laughs> Julian's like I'm trying really, for six months. <laughs> Julian's really good at uh, a lot of things. And then like, you know, it's really interesting. So like D- Michael Biglin's D Magic, the like, guy who does all the liveries and stuff. He's he's he he's kind of been like learning how to build a car over the last like. Who w- who was it that said that their their goal? I can't remember if it was for twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one. I remember like seeing some like little interview something or other, and it was like their goal was to learn to juggle. Me and it was like, was it yours? Yeah. <laughs> Someone's like, and I was just like, it's genius. Like yeah. co- coordination, man. Like it. Yeah. It's so vital. Like for no matter what you do, like. I always watch like I watch like Danny Ricardo, him and his like trainer guy, like fucking throwing balls around all crazy and stuff. And then like Julian can juggle super well. Mm. Um, I've kind of slacked off on that, 
but <laughs> I, I got to the point where I can like keep it going for like a second and then I drop them. But um, that shit's hot, man. You you uh, you bringing it up has now applied pressure for me to figure this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2021 bro you better yeah. get that shit nailed <laughs> yeah yeah it's been a it's been a weird year but i'll uh i'm, I'm gonna dedicate some time to that <laughs> maybe that can be your background thing is like some like juggling sticks or like an improvement <laughs> on like jug- juggling <laughs> circus shit in the background like <laughs> stilts and shit <laughs> yeah i'm gonna do the next one on stilts i'll just be like i'll be like, I'll be like up against the ceiling like this the whole time out out the window of your apartment <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah so big lens michael is he's like he, you know he's been building a car he has like a, C, uh, a stock boost ca18 Whoa. uh like s13 and he hasn't driven much at all like he's mm. drifted like i don't know like maybe less than 10 times right but he can already like chase pretty decent and he's like kind of mm-hmm. getting it and he's, he crashes and stuff but like who doesn't yeah exactly at least he's crashing and like progressing and stuff but like he's like one of those Fuck guys yeah. who's watched drifting and been around mm. it and like been with us and like gone to japan and like seen all that and it's like it it clicks for him a little easier mm. i think because of it like he the amount the skill that he has for the amount of driving that he's done just proves that if he drove as much as Casey did he would be very, he would be like you know insanely good just because fuck of yeah it. fuck yeah so it's just know. it's it's michael get your man. shit together and drive a lot <laughs> i don't know if he's going to watch this but <laughs> it's just commitment eh? like um I always say sort of like fucking I don't want to live in Australia because I can't go driving but there's guys in Australia that are driving fucking three times more than me like yeah it, it's just purely just commitment to doing it and it's you know you have to put yourself in the right position where the, the track is close or the whatever you know wherever it is that you drive is close and you you know don't mm. go crazy on your car and you like keep keep things simple like look well, you know People are like, oh, when are you gonna do your t- when are you gonna do top mount? Like, I'm like, mm. I, my my bottom mount turbo has been working for a long time. Like, I don't really want to change it. You know, like why? You know, this or that. Like, why would do this, do that? I'm like, I I, I change things as they like absolutely need to change. Fuck like, yeah, like, and like, it's it's pretty much how it should be. I, I don't know. Like, I guess it's the balance between downtime and feeling the need to change things or like feeling the need to still be involved with the car i come or, from i i that was like a change for me because i used to have to change the car like everybody be like this is this isn't right i gotta change this this isn't right i gotta change that and then i was like no i just need to leave the fucking car alone drive it until it breaks and then fix whatever breaks or like figure out like this is a huge problem i need to change it and it allows you to drive more because you're not not only do you not have that downtime, but you're not spending all your money rebuilding your car after every event, you know? That, and when you make a change, you know what the change is. Like, if you constantly change your car, you've got no baseline to be like, this is why it's different. Like, I think, who was there? There was a guy, an, an old, old school dude in... Queensland that used to like change his alignment like three or four times at a track day. 
but it was purely because he was like, well, I want to try this. I know what this feels like now. I'm going to try this. And I was yeah. just like, like he, fuck, this would have been like probably eight or nine years ago. And he was like the top of the game for like us in, in Queensland. And yeah. doing shit like that was just mind blowing. And then you come here and they're like, they, they, do, they do next level changing here. Like it's just on top of their shitty cars. <laughs> yeah. But I haven't, I haven't, my car hasn't seen an alignment rack since I bought it. Like, I don't know. I, yeah. Like, dude, I, I did a string alignment the other week, like last month. I, I do the, was. I do the like, toe and like get some weird, mm-hmm. you know, I'll get like the, the, the uh, like, you know, the Little shit that's plates. probably way off. Yeah. yeah, I'll, do yeah, the, yeah. I'll do the toe plates and I'll get like the, like I'll get like camber gauges and stick it to the nah. wheel and see what it says or whatever. But that's it. I don't know what my caster is. <laughs> Dude, measure that shit. Cast is yeah. super important, eh? Like, yeah. It, it's. I just adjust it till it feels right. What did, what did I learn the other week? Like, you can do it just based off of the the like eye, eye alignment of the shock, like on full counter. So you like, depending on your setup and like what knuckle and stuff you run, and it's like a, it's a, maybe it's a Mayhan trick or something. I don't know, but like, yeah, yeah, like Takumi was just basically like, yeah, stand the strut upright on full counter. That's caster. And I was like, what? Interesting. <laughs> and like, yeah, it feels pretty good. I don't know, <laughs> like, okay. And I, and if you if you if you watch like. Um, is another some one of the Mayhun cars, dude. That dude is a textbook. He's insane, yeah. man. I mean, like, yeah. well, he was a he's a, his, he's a mechanic. His solo dude. runs are just like he, he's a machine. <sighs> yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's he, either he, he cracks me up, dude. Oh, dude, I can't. He's like, either he teasing me or he's like getting money out of me. <laughs> 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 He's, he's, he's awesome. He's another one like Nishio, man. Like the first time um, I met him like outside of Mayhan, he was full like, this is a distance. Like, yeah, don't want much to do with you. And like since the altars like sort of been introducing him to foreigners heaps more, like he's totally different, eh? But <laughs> he is seriously switched on with cars, dude. Like just yeah, he seems like fucking he's- ridiculous. Yeah. Seems like he just yeah. knows. But they're they're all like it though, though. Like Hero, you go and talk to Hero, he will if he drives your car, he'll know what's wrong with it. And it's just like mm-hmm. why? And it's just because they've driven so many cars in so many different sort of like stages or sort of like aspects of drift cars, they instantly know like this is my go to. Like he does alignments based off of his fingers. Like on on a hoist, he'll go like full lock, put a finger in between like uh, the tie rod and, and the lower control arm, and be like, "Yeah, I've got about this much toe out." That's and insane. then from there, he'll then lower the car down and then measure it. That's insane. He'll be like, "Oh, it's off. I got to change it." Hmm. It's, it's but, like, that's there's insane. heaps of people that's, to do it, though, man. That's that's what happens when you leave your car alone and run the yeah. same setup forever. You can like, you can spot those things like, Oh, I'm rubbing here. So something's bent, you know, or like, Oh, this, mm. this shouldn't be touching. Like, mm. hmm. like the funniest thing is, is like, 
things touching the body here, like particularly in Osaka, is like n- number one rule: no. Like you, no, your car's wrong. If anything touches, you're fucked. Yeah, it's like, but everybody runs stretch tires in Australia, and they like rub guards, and it's gangster. <laughs> like, yeah, nope, start again. Like this is wrong. Like even to the point of like different size spaces left to ride, and and like. I mean, it's probably because the bodies are so fucked, but <laughs> yeah. But there's so many different aspects of like car setup here that's just like mind blowing. Like spaces on spaces on spaces, and like, dude, if you want to like nerd out on like suspension shit, like watch Kawabata's YouTube videos with like um, Tanaguchi. Yeah. Dude, it's it's insane. Like the the amount of like nerdery that Kawabata has, like he is the biggest like drift otaku. Like it's like sort of like a, yeah. well, otaku is like perv, <laughs> 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 but it can also mean that, that like, you know, you're, you're a diehard fan. Like you, that's what you just concentrate on. And he is insane, I mean, that's what, man. That's what pervs are. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's next level dude like that guy in terms of like car setup like takumi fuck if he listens to this and understands what i'm saying he's gonna get pissed but like carl butter is like he's up here man like Dang. he is he's perfectionist he's perfectionist with so much sort of like knowledge and reasoning behind it it's just yeah. i, I want to spend more time with that dude if i can i'm like a he's like I'm a pretend perfectionist. <laughs> I I'm know like, what I'm doing. I'm very particular about how I like my car to feel. I don't know why or what it does. But <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna change this, and yeah, I feel like I feel like the majority of people are like, I I know how to set up my car. I'm gonna do like mm. you know, like we kind of all put BCs in. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I spent the money on BCs. It's a good car now. What a what what a. What damping settings are you running on those? I don't, I don't know. Full hard. Box dampening. Yeah. Out of the box. Yeah. <laughs> Probably for every single one's different. I'd love to work there, hey, lad, and like fuck with them all. <laughs> Put them in the car and please vlog your like installation and first drive. <laughs> this shit's amazing. <laughs> like we've like just put all of the left, you know, left. Uh, full hard and the full right, the right side of full song. (laughs) Ding ding down down the the street. (laughs) What is love? (laughs) (laughs) That, uh, yeah. I mean, fuck. I still don't know. I want to know more of that shit. Hey, like that. That as you get more into driving. And you start to appreciate the small adjustments and small like things of driving, man. Like it's it's becoming insane now. Like the even Formula D, man. Like I, I hate to love Formula Drift. Like the the amount of shit they do in their cars now is just mind blowing. Like yeah, someone was telling me because like I kind of you know I'm I'm like a computer guy a little bit. I'm, I know I know I know some stuffs and. Uh, I'm like kind of interested in I'm like learning about all the like data side of racing. Mm. And I was like, do they do that? And like, you know, Billy does that essentially. And so we've, mm-hmm. we've, we've been talking about it and he's like, do they even do it in FD? And so I've been talking to people and yeah, they do. They have like, you know, full like shock rate like, freaking yeah, your rate sensors, multiple and tire temperature sensors and like all kinds yeah. of wild stuff so that they can have like optimal heat in the tires for optimal grip and all this like wild shit that they're doing now and it's like 
that's so far beyond what I want to do with my car. Like, but Fuck it is, yeah, dude. I mean, like, cool. yeah. Even when they started going like winters quick change and shit, I was just like, "What the fuck are these dudes doing? Just put a four point three in it and drive." Like, yeah. But they're, they're changing diff ratios, and that is like literally what will win an event for them. Yeah. Or like you, you know, like essentially, it's it's like Formula Drift has become such a sort of like not pinnacle sport, but just you you could spend five hundred thousand dollars on a car and still not win if you don't know how to use the car. Like. Yeah. Or and and the, you need both. Yeah, like the, there's guys that have been doing Formula Drift for 10 years and know every circuit to a, to a T. And you yeah. get the new guys that come in and like when they step up and they get like really, really good positioning, like it's fucking credit to them. But they're doing it off of like zero fucking info. Whereas the other guys like Gittin Jr. and like Chirk and sort of Forsberg and guys like that, man, they, they must have like textbooks of shit, just pure data. Yeah, like that. It's not drifting. That's like fucking cup car racing shit, or yeah, like go fucking yeah. Nurburg twenty four hours or something. Yeah, <laughs> like but it's it's insane, man. Like it's it's awesome that it, it's progressed to that. I guess, but yeah, yeah, like even D one with like the you know, what's the DD DD's DOS, the DOS, which is funny because DOS is like the original so like computer interface. Up. There's just, there's two Formu- Ds, but whatever. That, anyway. that is the one thing about Formula Drift that I do like is they're still at least having like judging by two idiots. I just, <laughs> I, I just wish that D1 didn't go so heavily on the like DOS. Electronic fuck. Yeah, it's like because it, it's like 80% DOS and then like 20% actual judges. Well, like, I think it was. I feel like the judges need to like use that and take that into their like decision making process, but don't yeah. make it, don't make it like the decision the deciding <laughs> factor. Yeah, I don't like that. You yeah, know, I'm, I'm pretty anti that. That's, that's one thing I'm pretty. Do you want. Well, like, they like do the and it's like super goofy there's like you know one dude waiting in the car like let's fucking go and they're like just doing circles <laughs> around trying to get the gps antenna to sync up <laughs> turn off and on again turn off and on again <laughs> on the phone with tech support. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about he's just going in circles <laughs> how good would that be if like tech support was an indian dude <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, i man, mean it's racist <laughs> There's some there's some smart MFs, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like this, it, it's weird. Like from what I think, like D1 used to be the leader, yeah. And then Formula Drift was like money just got poured into Formula Drift out of nowhere. Like people just started spending so much more money, and then D1 was like, we got no money. We want to be more like Formula Drift, and it kind of like then went like yeah. marketing and like drive a spec to sort of match formula drift. It yeah. Kinda, someone, was, sucks. someone was like, they just started doing rear mount radiators in D one. And to be, yeah, fair, that was like, pretty much like last, the last two years is like the first time that every car has had that. Yeah. There's still a couple of cars that aren't. Yeah. The but. cars are gorgeous. Like, you know, I like, I like the new Superman. You can, you can hate me for that. I know. Dude, that blue thing. Fuck, yeah. I can't remember what his name is. Like, Daigo built this blue thing for some super rich young kid. Yeah. Dude, that car is fucking so nice, man. It's it's like the, the blue Toyo tires 
A90. It is fucking sick. Yeah. Not Carbide is the other one. It's the still two gen yeah. shit. Yeah. That thing looks gangster. Yeah. That thing looks proper cool. But I don't know. It's, yeah. it's like a fucking supercar, man. Like, Fair. Mm. Yeah, well, we're just gonna be annoying purists forever. But I'm, I'm, I'm not in that group because I got a BMW, and everyone's like, "What is this? This isn't drifting." You know what they should introduce? Like, instead of having like tire rules, they should have salary rules. Like, sat like in like in football and shit in Australia, they have yeah, yeah, they have like salary cap where certain teams can only spend a certain amount of money, and like that sort of hinders them being able to like progress as well with like designing their cars and shit. Fucking bring that into Formula Diff. But yeah. that'd be hilarious. Like tell tell Ford about your idea. I'm sure they'd love it. <laughs> yeah, well imagine getting junior like just being like, yeah, now you can only spend like a hundred grand this year. And you'd be like, fuck. <laughs> be like, did we spend that an event? Dude, well, yeah, like that's the sad reality. Hey, like I think I mean Ryan, Ryan dealt Ryan dealt with that. Like he was, you know, he would talk about it. He's like, look, it costs as a privateer i'm on a team and it's like costing me money out of pocket and it's like you know i can't it's not like you can have like a super (sighs) nine to five job and do this like you got to like find a way and it's just like fucking there's no way you could have a job and do formula drift like competitively yeah there's no way like how because you have to drive all the time also to like yeah right like right all i one of our friends uh Matt went and did pro two and he's, he, you know, he had, he had like a little chunk of money from like, you know, family situation or whatever. Like mm. not like he, it wasn't like a continuous stream, but like he went with like a bit and he did it. He's, he's a master budgeter. Like he's, he's very <laughs> good at like finding money and like not from sponsors or whatever, but just like, you know, making money and like stretching mm. money and even mm. for him, it was just like, dude, I can't, I can't do this. Like, I, well, like Josh, Robinson, I got my pro man. one license. He's like, I can't do it. There's no Fuck way. No. Fuck no. He's like, you have like, to be like a fucking celebrity, or you have to have a ton mm. of like, in an obscene amount of money to do pro one. Well, like Matt Powers, what did Matt Powers like? Isn't his dad like a gambler? Like freaking. Uh, I don't, this I don't could know. be this could be some like random rumor i don't know matt powers like, like <laughs> sorry bro but like <laughs> i could have sworn i saw like something like like you know dan bilzerian how he's yeah. just like fucking cashed up like gambler and stuff yeah i could swear like matt powers is like family was into that fuck i could probably get myself into a lot of trouble on this podcast i don't know man there's like there's there, apparently there's like a whole backstory that like dan blazarian's dad is like super well off and like a lot of the times where he like was like post like flexes money and stuff it's like mm. around fake. yeah he like he's like getting money from his dad or something his dad's like a con like not like a con artist but like a very questionable businessman or something and like he's essentially like inheriting that shark man he's probably one of these fucking phone shark like (laughs) return our call and pay seven dollars an hour (laughs) (laughs) they got i don't know there's there's some i don't think he's i don't think anyone's that good at cards you know (laughs) (laughs) like no nobody nobody wins that much 
But dude, the like online poker shit, man, these cunts making heaps on my- Oh shit, I just said the word like man. It's like there's <laughs> 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 okay. people like making so much in on like online poker, dude. Like oh, fucking shows. online. Dude, yeah. yeah, like haters gonna hate peanut butter jelly, like Yeah. yeah. Such is life, you it's know. Those fucking people with money, man. <laughs> I mean, what what would what do you think? How do you how do you think your life would be different if you had money? Like, cause you 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 lose something. There's like, it's not like you just like get a bunch of cash. Like, there is always like that like ne- like down negative downside. You know what I mean? I mean, like you you look at fucking. I'll even say it. Like, you look at like LZ. You look at anybody that's making serious money now and doing drifting. They're their actual time drifting, I reckon, is the same as what they would be if they were working a nine to five job. Hmm. Like the 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 balance between making good money and having to work for that good money, and then having the balance to have time with your your hobbies and your family. Man, it's catch twenty two. Like, yeah, you're giving up something. Fuck you're yeah, done. yeah. Like you I'll- you either make the time to be able to do what you want to do, but not have the financial income to do it and like you, you know like it the balance of like you're right uh, where am i going with this <laughs> no i mean I, I i get it like i i got like uh, i got like a job that i was like i can afford to go drifting as much as i <laughs> want now but that wasn't the case obviously you know you like you're like oh i pay more taxes fuck you know like when you make literally when you you make fifteen thousand dollars a year you don't pay any taxes so when you're like (laughs) i'm gonna make how much a year you're like oh i gotta give literally half of it away okay so i'm like i'm like a little bit close you know what i mean like i have a little bit more money and i have to work four times as hard kind of thing you're like even even that man like fuck i mean you kind of think about like six figure like salaries and when you got a six figure salary you can go and get like a brand new Audi or you can go and get like a a really fucking like two million dollar house on mortgage for fucking 25 years or whatever and then Mm -hmm. you're like okay i got a six six figure salary but my fucking bills every week are like fucking basically the same as if i was on like half the amount of like income like it's all it's all in balance yeah if I worked at <clears throat> if I worked at the you know if I worked Mac at the a, a re, if I worked at the Apple store, you know, <laughs> like and I just lived and I and I had like a cheap I rented a room somewhere I would have the exact same amount of money you know I don't know I, it's it's been like it's been like a balancing act like as I make more money I try mm. not to like be like all right cool now I can get now I can get the truck I want you know now mm. I can get the this I want I'm like okay you don't get that. Mm. but you you could drift more if you want like Like that that is probably like i mean mike i've just had a kid like two months ago and man i know it was it was like hard to set it was hard to set this up because you're like you're like i just had a kid i was like bro we don't have to do this for like a year (laughs) i I just got a i just got a puppy and that that shit i'm not sleeping you know i can't imagine a fucking baby tiny human she's pretty good actually but like my wife is always like, can we just move back to Australia? Like, can we just, can we move to Australia? Like you can earn so much more money in Australia. And I was like, yeah, but then you'll want a new car and you'll want a nice yeah. house and you'll want yeah. this. And you can't go to work in Australia because it's not easy for you to get like a decent salary and stuff. There you go. And then it's like the, the, the slippery circle of like, 
well, I'm here. I've finally got a good job, and now I'm working fuck tons of hours. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, what are you so? Where, what are you doing now? Like, you are you working for like a Japanese company? What's that like? My boss is Keske. Oh, perfect. <laughs> no, <laughs> he comes to Japan and goes drifting, and he's like, "Yeah, you, you can go to work." <laughs> uh, why is that not surprising? Oh. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> he's gonna watch this and be like salary cut <laughs> <laughs> no i can dude, just imagine like... i can imagine it, like just his laugh like when he says it too <laughs> but he's like dead serious dude he he's the funniest fucking boss and actually like i love working with him because we see like eye to eye with so much shit um so basically what we do is like his, he works for an export company that sends cars to New Zealand and, and overseas mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, and for cars to go to certain countries, they have to have like a biosecurity inspection. So we, the main company started up an inspection company and I'm working in that inspection company. So, so okay. we literally look for pine needles and bugs ah, in cars. Interesting. Like, so you don't the, the, cause covid 22 <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't destroy the forest in new zealand <laughs> yeah but there's some like mite living in a in a dude in it's, a it's pretty full-on man it, yeah. it, no literally gnarly. dude like like fuck there, there is one bug that if we find in the car like japan like japan and new zealand is like no more cars like really they've, they've stopped ships going to new zealand purely because of like one bug so insane yeah like it's fuck it's it's pretty intense like in yeah so you can't you can't call it in you're just like ah that that car's probably fine yeah right i wish (laughs) (laughs) i wish well i I, well my job is purely like checking it all so like because i'm the i bet you find some weird shit not as weird as what I've heard about. Like, cause okay. the ships go from Japan, Australia to New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And like when we had the New Zealand government here, like checking on us for like for the first sort of like probation period of us yeah. doing it all. Like, the guys were like showing me shit that'd been found in a, like cars from Australia. And there's like fucking cats and wild shit, just fucking in engine bays <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> oh, I want to go to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Finding fucking snakes and shit like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they're showing you stuff coming the other way. Yeah, like what's arriving into New Zealand, man. Like it's amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. what they find, and yeah, yeah, like oh, so they have to check it at both parts. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, you need stuff. It, the other end's like, hey, what the fuck is this, dude? There's a literally, there's a, literally there's a, get an email. A fucking man, deer I found in a the trunk. Seed. <laughs> 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 Ooh, sorry about that. <laughs> So li- literally, like stink bugs is what I look for. Like, I don't know. I kind of, kind of feel like um, Ghostbusters at times, where like <laughs> <laughs> going through the cars, like whoa. But, no, it, it's pretty cool. We got like, one, boys. Yeah, literally. Like <laughs> we had a bet the other day, like who was gonna buy cheeseburgers if you'd found a stink bug. Like <laughs> it was like two cheeseburgers left from like lunchtime. It's like, if you find a stink bug, you can have a cheeseburger or some <laughs> dumb rules like that. Like we work long hours, so it comes up pretty weird, but 
Whatever you yeah, see like, the other day. Literally. Yeah. Trust me, literally. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's good. I'm, I'm hoping because it's like first year of business that it kind of flattens out and gets yeah. a normal of like this is how shit works and we can yeah. start going driving again. <laughs> yeah. Has it kind of like stopped you from driving because it's pretty... I mean, you, you just had a kid too. Like, how's how's that affect? That, like, that's you know, Cotto Cotto had a kid and he still went to FD, and then he had kid number two, and like <laughs> after that, it was like, uh, I'm gonna take a break. You know, um, so. I've been pretty lucky. Like when I when I moved here, Jesse's daughter was a year and a half or two years old, and she was gnarly, man. And like Jesse used to tell me stories about like just constant crying, like no sleeping, just crying. And I, when we yeah, found Jesse's out we were having perfectly a set up for that, he's, he's used to being up all night. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think so. eh? like <laughs> on the email, like fucking shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the emails probably got shorter and like, like blunted to the customers, like hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> bid made (laughs) fuck off (laughs) so like i had this like image of like girl baby just gonna cry and and then like my wife's mom was like oh like your wife was really really bad when she was born and my mom too was like yeah you were asshole of a child like you just (laughs) cried (laughs) so i was just like warning warning like yeah pain in the ass baby incoming like but she's been fucking awesome dude like probably this amount of sleepless nights that we've had is probably like can count them on a hand like that's not bad by the time it's like 12 o'clock at night she's fucking in like jesus position like out cold like she's pretty good so plenty of boob plenty of sleep man That's what you should, uh, yeah, start a parenting class for all of us. <laughs> parenting podcast, how to drift and have kids. Fuck. Don't yeah. be in the house. Yeah. No, like, uh, like I, I, I hate to admit it, but Luke Fink, man, like, I don't know if you know him, but yeah. he's like the dude in Australia. Yeah. I, uh, that like, that like drift uh the like drift strava you know like the fucking battleist app or whatever i'm getting i'm what? getting have, you know the what guy is that, that? Made, it's like uh it's like two gps antennas and like a little box and it like tracks how fast you're going and your angle and stuff um what? anyway i was the dude in australia makes it it's pretty cool I'm, mine's, oh yeah, yeah 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 mine's on the way but i downloaded the app to check it out and i was like this fucker drives like four times a week mm. You know what I mean? It's like all these like wild entries on the same track. And I'm just like, I, I guess he has a track or something. But yeah, that dude rips. He came to Sonoma and drove um, my friend Dono's E30, which mm-hmm. is like, it's a S54. I don't know if you know BMW engines, but it's a E46 M3 motor with yeah. like a massive supercharger or massive turbo. And it's like <laughs> eight or 900 wheel or something. Mm. Uh, and he drove it in this comp and just like annihilated first day driving it just destroyed everyone like without a. And I drove that car. It was, 
it was wild. It's super short wheelbase, really snappy and mm. like insane. Sink so. can drive, man. Like I, I, I'll admit it. He can drive. We see like this sometimes. <laughs> We've had some pretty good arguments online and shit, and like, but in person, <laughs> like he's the he's the biggest legend. Like he's he's really cool. And um, but like I remember seeing like uh, I think it was what is it Lone Star Drift. Um, Aaron did like an interview on Fink, and Fink was like, "Yeah, having kids actually worked out better for drifting because you." pull your shit together because you have a responsibility and then because you start figuring your responsibility out you drive more because it's what you want to do and then like fuck up because you because you can only you only have so much time and yeah, man. you're like all right well fuck all the other bullshit mm. Just, this is what i want to do and i have to take care of the kids so i'm going to drive and that's it kind of thing yeah hmm. but like i mean the the six weeks leading up to due date i drove every weekend with streeter in the hills because i was like (laughs) gotta go gotta go gotta go baby's coming it's gonna scream lots it's gonna scream let's gotta go hills (laughs) and like every every like tuesday or wednesday streeter messaged me being like friday you want to drive like how many more weeks have you got till due date (laughs) (laughs) and now like i think i was actually i was i that makes sense because i was seeing a lot of a lot of gopro clips that you guys for, we for did, like we, a consistent yeah. amount for a while and i was like man these guys are going a lot mm. that's it was probably like it lines up perfectly with that time frame that's it was that's really it was funny. it was like six weeks prior to having a kid and my wife's like you should go and i was like yeah. oh, i'm just gonna go like two or three times and it was like every second like every week i was like can i go to the hills <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but, is she like, and she just, okay, this, this is, I'm going to, I'm, I, I might be prying too much, but she knows like what you're doing and she's like, cool with it. Like, did you, did you meet, does she like, is she, was she, <laughs> did she know about drifting when you met her or was she like when, around it? When I bought the S14, she broke up with me. Wow. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> she was like, you spent all your money on a stupid fucking car. Fuck you. And was just like, I can't be in a relationship relationship with this person. And then, Whoa. like, kind of like flattened it out. And then, it's been a pretty rocky. Like, I mean, like drifters are fuckwits, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, hundred thousand yen wheels. Fuck yeah, I got a hundred thousand yen. Fuck, what am I gonna <laughs> eat for the rest of the week? <laughs> Doesn't matter. I was pretty bad. I'll admit it. But no, like now yeah. she's she's basically like set your priorities and you can like drive so yeah it's taken she's she's pretty awesome it's taken it's taken probably i was i've been together with my girlfriend for five years now and i think like around year four she was like oh you're really serious about this like (laughs) Like, she'll be like like, oh you need to go to the shop to work on your car all right you know like do it up Mm. you are like now we've gotten to the point where she'd be like you have an event coming up, like you should probably go work on your car. And I'm like, yeah. I think it was like last week, my wife was like, yeah, Mia's got her vaccines in two weeks. As soon as she's had the vaccines, you probably can go driving again. I was just like, oh, thank fuck. <laughs> like, I have been waiting to hear that. <laughs> no, nah, like it, it's balance, man. Like it, it doesn't matter whether right. you've got kids or not or drifting or not like you gotta have a balance man like yeah work you gotta have a good work relationship you gotta have a good like 
family relationship and you got to have a good like you know friend relationship if you can make them all fucking line up in the right row you're you're killing and like going back to fucking money if if i had a million dollar a year or like twenty thousand dollars a year if those things line up that that's that's what matters i reckon i think i agree with you there I was on like I was like on a huge money chase. Like I was like I gotta make more money. Like more money I make, like I can the, the I can cooler cars I can have. The more yeah, I was like yeah. oh I can have like two cars and I can have a fucking whatever I want. And then I realized like there there is a balance where like you have to have the time to enjoy the things that you're like working for. And like if you like that's try where, and go too crazy, yeah, that's where Casey fucking kills it, man. Casey understands that to like the T. He he works his fucking ass off and then yeah. he just like switches and he's like driving or you know like yeah. him coming back and forth from Australia and Japan and stuff man like it to me is the biggest pain in the ass but he he goes back he works his ass off for like 4 months and every weekend he just surfs. And his yeah. surfing is like his like vent, and then he comes here, and it's like mayhem, just fucking bang, 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 bang. I remember, I remember nuts. when he he was in New Zealand, he was like super hyped because he's like, dude, I just got like a big water thing for my house, <laughs> like I can shower and like wash cars now. And I was like, I was like, bro, you drive every like you drive like three times a week, and you like can't even take a shower. Like those are his priorities, you know what I mean? He's like, he's so. He's like, but like, how dope is how, like? And I was like, bro, you can't take a shower, but your 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 house looks like the fucking dopest bachelor pad ever. Like, it looks like a seventies like like drug lord fucking like. It's house. it's funny, like um like where where I'm sitting at the moment. Like my wife calls it Casey's room at my house because <laughs> <laughs> he'll message me and be like. You want to have a barbecue this weekend? And be like, yeah, man, let's do a barbecue. And then, like, two minutes later, he'll be like, can I have a shower too? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, as soon as he comes, he's like, can I have a shower? <laughs> like, yeah, man, go for it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, so, like, he's so interesting, like that. Like, you know. Dude, that know. is full commitment, but man. Like, yeah. and he messaged me the other day and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not doing it anymore. Like, I can't. I can't do that shit. And it's like, fucking fair enough, dude. Like, you can't shit in a normal toilet that flushes or like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, hey, he he's he went like, he's like, he's like, I want to live the Nara lifestyle to like the tent, you know? <laughs> I mean, just, he went for it. Dude, he went past it. Like, yeah. that that is next level. Like, I'm so impressed he did it. Hey, like, that that is full impressive. I could yeah. not have done it. And he like, but, he put, but saying that I lived in share houses for fucking five years, man. Like, yeah. in the middle of number for share houses with random people having to catch trains to go streeting or having to do whatever. Like, that was the worst. And then, like, look at Casey where he's like, opens his roller door and he's like, ah, which just that in shall I drive? Or like, oh, now he's down the road. I'll go get my car fixed and go to the hills. Or you know, like, it's catch twenty two. That's kind of like Julian is very much of that. Like, I just need to have my stuff and my cars and like Mm. everything around me. Like, you know, he doesn't have like necessarily like, like he just got a truck, like, I don't know, maybe three years ago. And like, Mm. he literally just got his first trailer. Like, I don't know, this year or something. Really? 
Yeah, like he was borrowing stuff and he would just do it. But like he, you know, when I when I started hanging out with Julian, he lived in a room like I don't know how to convert it to, you know, the rest of the world. But it's like <laughs> it was like it was like an eight by ten. He shared yeah. it with with his girlfriend in a house so like, you know, it was like a cool house. But he had like the garage spot for his S14 and he had like a they 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 had like a they shared a. I think it was like a dodge neon or something <laughs> him and phoebe like that was it it was like the car and he had like enough to do the car and that was literally it and he's just been like building for all mm. this time and stuff you know it's like kind of amazing and i i like i kind of got like lost a couple times where i'm like i need i need nice shit like i want to have like a cool place to live i want to like do that like i want to like do xyz and then it kind of all came back and i'm like okay i need to like make the shit that i that makes me happy, easy, and accessible. And then Fuck I did yeah. that this year. And I, I've <clears> driven <throat> more this year than I have, like, in the last four years combined. Mm. Just because it's, like, it. I don't have to, like, fucking, you know, do a magic trick every time I want to go <laughs> drifting, you know? Dude, it's the, the most frustrating thing about living here is seeing what you could be doing. Yeah. Like, it is so. Uh, how do you? I don't know. Like it's, it's not about like if you had money. It's just about having the commitment to go and do it. And yeah. I mean, like fucking old mate that we mentioned before, <laughs> Sam. <Samet. laughs> um, he he he's fucking pulling his finger out, man. Like he's seriously doing it hard. And it's the same with fucking all all of the like. TJ Hunt and LZ and all of these guys, man, they just yeah. make it fucking happen. And like, haters gonna hate, but the haters don't fucking do shit. They don't get off the couch. Like, yeah, you know, like even yeah. if they agree or disagree with what they're doing, it's like, just yeah, do it. I've driven with LZ. I've met him. He's he's. There's definitely like a there's definitely a, a celebrity tax you got to pay. Like you know when he's in an event, really? ev- everyone is trying to talk to him everyone like he's wow. working on the car and like same thing with like hurt like hurt will be like changing a diff or whatever and it's like li- mm-hmm. people are like hey bro you know <laughs> bake them up you know or whatever like, <laughs> some, like, like you know what i mean like they'll just like come up and pizza. Some, yeah i love pizza too bro you know like you're like, like <laughs> fucking come on right now you know but like yeah i, I, I don't know, know. I, like that's Did- why I hope this podcast never takes off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing this shit for my friends right now, pretty much. Oh, dude, like, I mean, I've had so many people, like, message me or, like, say shit, like, get into conversation with people on, like, Instagram or whatever, and they're like, why don't you do t-shirts like Casey? Or, like, why don't you fucking do YouTube like Sam? It's like, because they do it? Like, yeah. I mean, there's there's know, there's like, room for more, but at the same oof. time, it's like if it's not something that you want to do, why would you do it? You know what I mean? Like exactly, man. Like I, I like uh, th- I like doing. I'm this so po- confused, dude. I'm so confused with what I want to do anyway. Like I'm always just like oh, I want to go drifting. Oh, I want to go on a holiday. Like <laughs> I'm was, so over the place at times. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, sounds like you kind of have your shit together. 
Why would you? Uh, no. All right. Well, every no one thinks they do. In the, in the background, I'm like, oh fuck, shit, fuck. <laughs> no one thinks they do. No. Well, no yeah, one really but... has their shit together. But for the most part, like you know, you have a family. You're still able to go drifting. You got a job. You got a roof over your head. Like, you know Thanks, what I mean? Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Milking it. <laughs> <laughs> my wife doesn't watch this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So like when you were over there, like you, did you keep your car at like streeters and like, you would have to like take the train to go get it. And then it was like, you know, this whole, you'd be like on the train well, at fucking 6am with all the <clears> salary, <throat> man. You'd just be like, fuck, I need to sleep. Dude, I did that for fucking five years. Hey, like I'd either crash on street as like couch after going to Hills or like yeah. just wait until the first train and then catch the train home to number. Like, I don't know how I did it, like thinking about it now, but at the same time, like living it, living in the city and like number and stuff was just epic for the first couple of years because like oh, I bet. all of meeting people and experiences of that sort of side of living in Japan, plus the like, you know, people from Australia come over, hey, like, let's go out to dinner and stuff. Like, now where I live, like, I live in the mountains and it's, like, an hour to get to the city by car to go and meet friends if they can get here. But it's just one of those, like, things that I did for so long. And I look at it now, I'm like, fuck, I should not have done that for so long. Like, should have just moved out and been more into, like, having no water and like living in a freaking shed <laughs> i mean i don't know it's like it's priorities right priorities change yeah dude like it's never, it's uh, never and, too late and the thing the thing was is like i because I of the st- visa i still live in the city i'm a fucking idiot you know dude no like i love living in the city and i love living in the mountains like i'm so here there nor there like I'd I'd move to a freaking rad apartment if I could, or I'd, I'd live in a rad country house with a shed and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I can never decide. Like, I'll go with one thing, and then I, like dude, a year I'm, later, I'm like, mm, I, I'm gonna change. I don't think I've ever talked to anybody who I can like be on that level with because people are like <laughs> you know everyone on the team's like, why the fuck do you live in the city? What are you doing? Like, you could live like an hour away and you can have all your shit with you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I just. I don't know, man. Like, there's like something about it that, like, I just like enjoy. That that that's the one thing I miss about Australia. Like, if I moved back to Australia, I'd live in the city just purely so that on a Sunday morning I could go and get a coffee and fucking eggs Benedict. Mm. Like, I'm I'm one of those. You like, can have Yota make it for you now since he learned because he's <laughs> in love with it. <laughs> How do you think you knew about Eggs Benedict, bro? <laughs> 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 nah, man. Like, it's the same. Like, I, I, I easily could move back to Australia. I just want to live in Japan. Like, there's, there's things in Japan that I love. There's things about Australia that I love. And there's things that I, Australia that I fucking hate. And same with Japan. Like, yeah, it's just one of those things where for so long I lived year by year because of Visa. And so yeah. it it really like made me choose things depending on that situation. Like yeah. and now you don't have to. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. What is it what is it that keeps you in Japan over going back to Australia? Like is there is there like 
one specific thing or is it um i really really hate the australian government like well now you're never going back he's gonna <laughs> trans <laughs> to get a letter yeah. <laughs> no, no no it's it's not the government it's just like you you can't do one kilometer over the speed limit you can't like you live in so much fear you, you can't have a cigarette sitting having a coffee anymore you can't like you can't afford to have a cigarette to have and afford a, a coffee at the same time. Like, yeah, dude, it is insane. The cost of living. I mean, yeah, the salary is good in Australia, but the cost of living and just that, like, I want to drive my S14 on the street for 20 minutes. Boom. Pulled over by cops. Like, yeah. fuck that. <laughs> it is kind of mainly why I've stayed here is just purely because like I can go and enjoy cars in the most simple form of what enjoying cars is. And it's literally just getting in it and driving somewhere. Like, yeah, even if it's just up on the highway for freaking 10 minutes, like you can do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Living in California, I, I can kind of associate with that because it's like, you, you can you can modify a lot of things but you know as soon as you get into like the engine or we're mm. we we can't do the 25 year law unless you send the car to like this government facility and they like add all of these Test like it and stuff well they'll like literally weld on all kinds of like emissions equipment to like oh. like if you import like a 25 year older car it's like ten thousand dollars you send it to this like yeah holy shit and they'll like add a bunch of cats and do weird <laughs> stuff yeah it's crazy and then they'll like send it back to you with like a little plate and then you can't change it true yeah so like if you like even if you want like a jzx or something you know what i mean it's it's silly mm. so like california we're kind of limited there and no motor swaps no no you know anything i got i got pulled over for having like an axle back one time you know like the, it's the emissions thing that's Mm. it's so good here man like i i got pulled over actually there's two two like fucking hilarious stories it's like one i was in bay area with like hero and all the guys fucking cool five years ago cops came so we all ran away and like no plates blah 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 and I was the dumbass that went to 7-Eleven because it's what they said. Like, where will we go to 7-Eleven? So I went to 7-Eleven and I was like, oh, I got to pee. So I went inside <laughs> and peed. And then I come out and there's just like 20 cops around my car. And then in the meantime, like, I'm like, okay, I'll just deal with this. Like, I went up and spoke to them. And I'm like, yeah, put my plates back on, rah, rah, rah. Like, I'm sorry, all the rest. And in the meantime, like, people are doing donuts in the intersection, like, right behind the cops. <laughs> and then literally they're like, please go home now. We're sorry for yelling at you. And then I just went around the corner and pulled my plates back off again. And more yeah. good again. <laughs> oh, but like man. the fun, the funniest one was like Streeter and I were going out one night to Hills and we had no plates on the car and we we're filling up our cars at like the gas stand and the cops come in and they just like looked at us, looked at our cars, looked at us again. And they were like, they probably were thinking we're like, Oh, white boys with no plates on like, here we go. Yeah. They fucking knew him. Get they were out. like, oh, Mr. Jesse Streeter, please don't go to Nanko. And he was just like, oh, shit. Like, this is not going to go well. 
And then, the, like, they started, like, saying to us, like, oh, just put your plates back on and go to the hills, please. Like, they told us to go to the hills and not to, like, Bay Area. Wow. And it was just, like, that was one of those moments where I was just, like, you fucking kidding me? Like, yeah. you've just caught us breaking so many fucking laws and are about to break so many laws. And they're just, like, we're on your way. Like, yeah. Just mind-blowing, dude. Like, the, the, the level of, like, I downloaded that Streeter vid, like the one in his like white S13 yeah. from like a million years ago on Kazaa. Like <laughs> that's how long ago I saw that video. And so like, I don't know. I Yeah, I can only imagine like he's been he's been doing that since before. He anybody. he moved here in like the absolute like Peak. golden era. Like yeah. the days of Nanko and like all of the D1 cars going down in Uncle, that would have been just fucking something <sighs> next level. <clears throat> but then again, like, you get people come over here now and they're, like, sort of say to me, like, oh, dude, you moved here in, like, the, the golden era of, like, yeah. Euro street drifting in Nanko and all that sort of stuff. And it's, like, it has stages. Yeah. And it's, like, it gets really big and then the police shut it down and then it falls off and then it gets really big again and, like, yeah. I uh I still haven't I still haven't gone to the mountains. I've been I've been three times to Japan and I've missed the mountains the first two times and then the third time I went I didn't get to go or we didn't no one went. It's um it's becoming a lot more secretive and a lot more not mm, well the it, first it time I got I got it invited happens. the I got invited the first time and then uh I was like, it was the first time I left the country. I was with my girlfriend. We had done like all kinds of car stuff. I went to Mahon and we like got in a huge fight like over me pretty much having like a panic attack meltdown on the way to Mahon because I thought we were going to miss it because I'm like getting lost on the highways. I'd never driven in Japan. I never left the country before. You know what I mean? And I'm like in this like rental car. It's right hand drive. I'm like, I'm like trying, I'm trying read to read the signs. Yeah, the we traffic were, lights are on the wrong way. Like we were fuck. super. I mean, it wasn't that hard, but it was. We were late, and then it was like reading Google Maps, like in a foreign country, is not the same. You know, the first time I came to Japan and went to Mehan, <laughs> fuck you, Streeter. He gave me the like the phone number because this is when like Google Maps wasn't really a thing. Yeah. Well, I think it was like the the very early stages of Google Maps. So I still use the like. The, the maps in the, the rental car where you put a phone number in yeah and streeter gave me like, like the phone numbers for a bunch of tracks and he must have accidentally given me like the the groundsman's like phone number or something because <laughs> i put in mayhan and i ended up at some dude's house like in nara <laughs> 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 and, <laughs> and <laughs> i ended up getting to like mayhan like probably two hours late and i said to like streeter i was like I went to some dude's house eh? and he's like, oh yeah, the website's got like two phone numbers. Eh? And I was like, dude, <laughs> it was the funniest freaking like, don't ever follow Streeter. If you're ever trying to go somewhere, that's my point of advice. Streeter, yeah. slow down. <laughs> <laughs> I've got lost so many times with Streeter. Like <laughs> so many bad stories, man. Like, I like ah. that he. I like that he's doing like the like Honda racing and stuff, like the like the Civic races and stuff. That's cool, man. Like, so when was it? Like, I I sent a package to my parents for Christmas, like two or oh, two days before my my daughter was born, right? Like, 
my like we went over to Streeters and we dropped a package off to Senbai DHL and shit to my parents and Jesse was just going on about it. he's like you've got to get a Civic you've got to get a Civic like just do it and like my wife is standing there like ah oh, now I know why he's such a dick with cars like now <laughs> <laughs> I know why he just wants more and more and more and <laughs> I was I was like dude I've just bought a fifteen like fuck you like I, I I've got yeah. a fourteen and a fifteen and then like Jesse's wife's like oh you need to buy an S thirteen then oh <laughs> wow my, my wife is just like not you too. <laughs> Like oh, I can see how I can see I can see why this is a problem. I mean, you know, she'll come around. Oh no! Like she, like she, I was so hesitant about wanting to buy the fifteen. Like I, I wasn't gonna spend money because I'm having a kid. And then I sort of said to my wife, I was like, "Look, this car's come up. It's what I want. Like it's just." It's the package. It's, it's what I want to build. And I said to her, I was like, look, I can either buy it now for cheap or build it for what it's going to cost, like two years into having a kid and be like three, four million yen in debt. Like, you yeah. know, I want this car before I fucking put the piece of paper down of like no more drifting. Like, yeah. And she was just like, buy it. Just shut up and buy it. And I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm broke. <laughs> I mean, hey man, we're we're kind of all on that. I'm, I'm balanced, trying. dude. It's Mez. I gotta try this fucking meditation thing, man. Like, dude, the RZA. <laughs> I, I, he took, he like sent it to me, and I was. Have I, you like, done it? Have you tried? Oh, it? Of course, <laughs> of course. He sent it to me after the podcast, and I was like, <laughs> I was I was having like a super stressful day at work. I was like, I'm gonna strangle somebody today, like, <laughs> but except I'm home by myself. So who the fuck am I gonna strangle? You know what I mean? And I'm just like, hmm. I'm gonna try that out today, Time and I like come. put it on. And I was like, the- there's like a cool ass like hip hop beat to it and shit. Like none. <laughs> I've like listened to like the, some of the guided meditations. It's like, you know, just some calming lady or whatever. But this one, it's like, it's like the RZA, like <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like talking, but like kind of like, yeah. spit, like, like he's like talking bars at you. And there's like, like a real cool beat playing. And I'm like, okay, I could get into this. Hang and on, I did. How do I do this? <laughs> Dude, iPhone fail, man. Like I can't charge my phone whilst using headphones. Yeah, and then I can't use my laptop because it's the fucking headphones don't go on the fucking laptop. It's okay, man. At least you're using using headphones. Thank you. Well, that that was part of the thing, wasn't it? Like, yeah. Oh, (coughs) Ilya. (coughs) (laughs) I was actually a mad scramble to find headphones. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, no, fuck that shit. (laughs) Uh, it just it just comes out better like if if you're in the car you can tell the difference like if if you're just like watching on on youtube or whatever it's fine like you can do no headphones and people can like hear it or whatever but if you're in the car like you kind of have to like turn it up and if they're like just talk there's like it's it's just not it's just it just doesn't Mm. work as good so you know i appreciate it man thanks thanks for taking the steps yeah i mean i want an s15 I, i literally like my my mom might be moving to Arizona and we're like kind of like doing some stuff and like Arizona is like the wild but you can do whatever you want. Mm, 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 mm. Like I have friends in Arizona that have like time attack cars and they just like drive them on the street. They have like license plates. And do, like, do do you follow like Dino on um, Instagram like Speed Hunters Dino? No. 
He went is to that like the, this. Is that like the the editor guy who like lives in Tokyo? Okay. Yeah, the, the, like I, the I Italian dude. Yeah. It kind of. He was like on a strong, and I think the whole speed hunter thing kind of like faded off with you know Instagram and everything else sort of taking over and shit. Yeah. But speed hunters kind of um, like started to bum me out. They started to get like real like. I don't it know. Used, well, they got bought. I think they got bought by EA or something. They got bought Need by Need like, for Speed, wasn't it? It was like yeah, EA owns Need for Speed. EA funded Sports. it and something. I don't know what yeah, happened. So they kind of got weird after that, and I was like, eh, I'm kind of over this speed. It tapered off, but like I follow him personally. Yeah, and he went to some car park event yesterday. Yesterday, or the day before, and this dude had like an Aston Martin, like GT3 race car, like. <laughs> tagged as like number none like number fuck i don't know like 120 of like 400 yeah and it's like full carbon race car and the dude just stuck a plate on it and was driving it on the streets in <laughs> tokyo <laughs> and i messaged him i was like yeah that legit's got papers like fucking no <laughs> way and he's like legendary <laughs> but like <laughs> what are you gonna do literally yeah. like fucking yeah he probably, see you later dude probably bought like a fucking aston martin just for the plates and just slap him on there dude it's happened man like i mean fuck it doesn't just happen in japan like my old neighbor in australia when i was in high school he bought a gt3 porsche cup car and then a normal gt3 and put everything across <laughs> and had like a registered <laughs> gt3 cup car Dude, the thing was sick. Like, and he used to drive it to work in a suit and shit. I was like, "Mama, that's that's unreal." That is the goal. I'm not gonna lie, that is the goal. But yeah, I mean, that's definitely some salary man shit. You're gonna have to. That's like that's like a job game. That's like a job that you know you hate, but you're like, at least I get to drive my cup car to work. You know, yeah. Like, uh, it could be worse. You like get Either that work, or he's probably like, like sitting at work in a fucking like huge fucking Hugo Boss fucking chair or some shit just being <laughs> like, do the work. <laughs> it's lunchtime. I want to go like fucking racing. See you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know. How, how do get people that. get those jobs? That's the question. Fuck. <laughs> uh, two, there's, there's three options. One, you start the company. Parents. Yeah. Two, your parents. Or three, mm. you go to like one of those really crazy schools and like, you know, be, internship you, turns into fucking, I don't know, Wolf yeah. of Wall Street. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't know. I wonder that too. But uh, I don't know. I, mm. I, I think there's like a lot of, I think there's like a lot of shit that you don't see in those jobs that where, where you're kind of just like, fuck yeah, dude. Fuck like, yeah, dude. Ah, I don't know if I'd want to have to make that decision. You know? Fuck yeah, dude. Like, do I fire these people or these people? <laughs> you know, you like kind of have to be like a little bit of a sociopath. Like, oh, I employed a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, it's probably easy to get rich dude, if you're like, a, yeah, it's probably easy to get rich if you're a sociopath because you're like, well, I don't care about what happens to anyone. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know it's it's like you're either really really fucking dumb with money and you come like you're just good with like chances and you just yeah. get the chances and you become this like fucking vortex of money i don't know what you fucking but 
Those are the people that don't last, though. You like have to like be good with money and then also be good at the other shit. Like, it's I like the lottery, who, dude. Like lottery people, dude. People that win yeah, the lottery, some of them end up they, killing they, themselves. It's crazy. Fuck yeah, dude. Or they they end up in like fucking a trash can like two years later because they'd spent it all and like racked up so many freaking loans and debts that they can't fucking cover it again. Like, I can't imagine. I can't imagine winning the lottery and then being broke in like two years. But it happens. But it's like no it one probably really happens how to, more like, than yeah. Fuck yeah. You ha- you have to want to be good with money. That's like a thing. Like you you can't you can't mm. like no one's just born being good with money. Like it's like a skill that you have to like get good at. You got to like hit rough fam- bottom at least three times, I reckon. Yeah, so like I reckon I mean, my, three times. Like my my family was not good. They had they had good jobs, but they were not good with money. You know what I mean? Like mm. they had they were set up. To, both you know my my dad had super rich parents and he fucked it up like and i watched that happen i was like it's like not me i was like that's not gonna happen to me like and then you got into drifting <laughs> and then i was like ah oh, fuck all right well I'm gonna, i don't know so yeah it's it's amazing hey like to to be clear i didn't i didn't get any inheritance all right i'm not i'm not falling out of control on on the low like Everything you see, Dude, I've done myself. Yeah, me too, man. Like my my fucking parents are on a sweet wicket, and they're they're fucking burning through the inheritance right now, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. Every time I contact them, I'm they're like, I always mention like I, I'm 31 now, and I because they couldn't come to Japan and I couldn't go to Australia. Like my parents were like, oh, like we'll get you a 30th present when you come to Australia, because they will not give me money. They know that if they give me money, it's going straight to either like cars. Or yeah, like just cars. They're like they will not give me a cent, dude. So like, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. But like, so every time I call them now, it's been like a year and a half now, and I'm like, yeah. So where's my thirtieth present, yo? Like, <laughs> what's going just, on here? I just <laughs> bought this fifteen. <laughs> yeah. <I'm gonna> need- <laughs> I bought myself a wallet the other week, and I like, I my mom hit me up, and she's like, oh, so you bought a new wallet? And I was like. Yeah, as a 30th present to myself, you bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's still waiting. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, Fuck, you know. Two seconds. I need to piss so bad. Like, yeah, sure. The ginger ale's gone through. Hang on. If you're listening, the background is literally just like, it's like, I don't even know. It's like the like paper, the paper doors, like the wood and paper doors. And like the like, it's like literally the most like quintessential, like Japanese house like background. That's awesome. Yeah, I never know what to talk about in these breaks. He's got a he's got a he's got a very small TV. I'm sure it would be bigger if he didn't just buy an S15. Uh, but also, like in Japan, they don't buy big TVs. Not like here in America, where we have to have the biggest tv possible and i think that's a vcr interesting it's probably for the for the option videos or whatever is that a vcr i'm gonna have to ask him when he gets back might be a cd player might be a dvd player looks like a vcr though i hope it's a vcr and he secretly collects collects vhs tapes of you know dumb and dumber or whatever also, Michael Biglin's 
favorite movie is Dumb and Dumber. I find that very interesting. Uh, he can quote pretty much any scene from it. And if you ever want to make him laugh, that is the key. Send him a Jim Carrey gif. I literally, I literally just talked about nothing the whole time. I, I was telling people that you like, I was like explaining your backdrop and then uh, that you have, is that a VCR? Oh, dude. Holy shit. It actually is. <laughs> I'm trying to turn the heater off. in here. This is like a, a room in my house that I don't really use. It's kind of like a guest room and I'm, um, holy shit (laughs) (laughs) it's actually like hi-fi stereo vcr (laughs) i was like either he's like into collecting vhs tapes or that's been there for a long time there's actually some pretty gnarly shit in this room like i'm not gonna lie like it's it's strange like this it's a like I, i live in my like my wife's family's house and they don't use it like nobody lives here it's just a house in the mountains that nobody lives in so like when we found out that we were having a kid we were like oh well we can't live in an apartment like fuck that shit yeah so we moved here and um we discover so many weird things but like the, the crazy thing is is like my my wife grew up in this house and her mum grew up in this house whoa so it's so now like your kid will a, grow up in this house. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> How creepy! That, that's creepy as fuck, but hey, not it's really. Like, it's kind of cool. It's like tradition. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I'm just glad no one's died here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that haunted. shit happens, man. That yeah. shit happens, man. Like that's it's it is like full Japanese tradition. Well, like um. I think it's the oldest son inherits the house from the family and mm. it like just skips along through the family. That's cool. That would be me if we owned houses. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> be, I gotta, I gotta, I, we gotta plan. I'm so wait, hang on. Okay, let's hit it. Let's, let's do it. 2021. Have you made goals and what are your goals? Uh, I have not made any goals. I had like sweet because I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do them right now? I'm just gonna come up with some shit. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make goodest cats merch and then just you know quit my job. Sounds pretty good. I don't think it's gonna work like that, but you know, hey. Well, I don't I don't know, man. Like, th- there's a lot of podcasts out there that are doing that. So yeah. why not? Seems to be a thing. I don't know. I keep it like that way. I don't have to like go out and like try and, you know, get fucking monster energy to sponsor it or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> or both. Fuck it. I'll sell out. I'll, uh, I'll drink the unopened can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Car handle real good. Uh, it was, you know, <laughs> a shit fucking kills me. <laughs> Oh my god! I watched yeah, fucking Talladega Nights, <laughs> dude. Fucking Vaughn, Vaughn does it. Vaughn does it, and it's hilarious. It, like he got caught, so now he he knows to open them. But then I saw Denofa fucking did it too. Like I was, 
I don't know. We were all on like lockdown, so I watched some FD this year, and I was like, ever since gonna... who was that that you talked about that with? Mm. Was that the, the the Julian and Michael one? Uh, I don't remember actually. There was one where you talked about that, and then like ever since I heard about that, like people not opening cans and like just deliberately like forcing it in the face of like yeah, this you know. It's Formula so One, bad. dude, is just as bad. Yeah, it is. I love like, it. They're like, oh, hold uh, on. I have to put on my watch before I do the interview. <laughs> Their gloves have Rolexes, like, printed yeah. on them. Just so yeah. they can look. <laughs> yeah. That's sick, but I don't want gloves with Rolexes on them. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll, take a, I'll take a set. Fuck it. They can, they can pay me. They won't. Yeah, like could you, you imagine know. could you imagine if drifting got to that though where it's like 20 30 million dollar i mean just think about all the kids like think about all these kids that are playing like fr legends and stuff that are like making all the <laughs> making all the, the cars and stuff like they're <laughs> the old boy finally made it <laughs> It's like, oh, okay. Maybe that was a good purchase, that S15. <laughs> he's going to make something of himself. Yeah. <laughs> Secretly, he's like, piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him, white boy. Uh, yeah, what's that like? Is it? Are you just trying to, I don't know. Are they like ha- happy? Or are you, I don't know how to ask that question without sounding... Hang on a second. Yeah? Okay, stop. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. I hope that didn't come through on the speakers, but anyway. Mm. Nope. It did, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it did. That's fine. That's cool. Was, yeah, was so a, I've was... turned the heater off. <laughs> oh, he's fucking turned the lights off on me. <laughs> <laughs> There's a spot that I can play for my wife. I just got a message from her. (laughs) Sorry, grandfather came to. (laughs) Oh, shit. And we're on 20% load power. Yeah. That's right. Um, We'll uh, we'll kill your battery and and see what happens. Yeah, it'll like, just the last like, the last two have ended during like the Mez one ended his shit just died. I was like, <laughs> right. yeah. oh well, I guess that's the end. <laughs> he, he called. He actually he actually called me back, but then we like really talked a bunch of shit, and I was like, I can't put this out. <laughs> I was like, we, I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. I was like, I'm just gonna cut it when your shit died. But yeah, I mean, yeah. So what's it like? Like, I don't know. I feel like there's a bunch of people who would potentially like want to move to japan and like marry somebody and stay there forever like what's that like is it i feel like it's probably i don't know there's like a lot of people who have talked about it but i don't think that it's Uh, mm. it's two-way street i guess like you you can do it and you can do it like purely out of trying to stay yeah which i I know a lot of I know a lot of people that have moved here and they're like, oh, Japan's the best, rah, rah, rah. They get married to stay. Yeah. And then they end up hating it. Whereas then there's other people that genuinely have, like, a reason to be here. Right. And they end up having just a a normal good lifestyle. 
like the 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 funnest the funniest thing is like do, do you know Friders Jeff Friders? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Back him. in the day I when know he, of him. Yeah, when when he was living here, like we'd go out drinking because like the house we lived in was owned by well, it was like a, a share house owned by by a bar owner, and we'd go out drinking, and they'd be like, "Oh, so you guys haven't been out drinking for like three weeks? Where have you been?" And we'd be like, um, "We've been out driving." Like what and then just be like you have a hobby like the, just the yeah. the comparison of people that come here i mean like it's probably pretty shit for me to say because i mean this i'm sure the anime is amazing and there's a big culture to it but whenever like you you meet a foreigner living in japan you're like oh so what do you do like why do you why did you move here and they're like oh i like anime it's like what the fuck does that mean like how why you like, can watch buy the at, books and buy the books and send them my house. dhl yeah yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, then on the flip side, we'd be like, "Oh, yeah, so like, I live in Japan because I like to beat cars up in the mountains," and they'd just be like, "You don't have mountains stupid. where you live? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have wheels and cars in Australia. Like, is it really true that you ride kangaroos?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess that's, I guess that's unfair to like try and compare the two but yeah it seems like i don't know it seems like i've like heard people like oh i'm gonna go to japan i gotta like marry somebody i'm like that's kind of like i don't know it you, you can kind of tell always you i t- always had the rule of don't get married for a visa that was like yeah. my number one rule um and still i'm not on a spouse visa and everyone's like oh but you're married why aren't you on like a spouse visa now it's like i don't need to be i'm on a working visa like it's better like yeah and in the end of the day like the the restrictions like on visas they're they're the same across the board so it doesn't matter whether you're married working fucking a scientist or whatever like humanitarians or whatever it's called like no like seriously like all of the 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 visas have the same restrictions Mm. so like no credit cards no loans no fucking like yeah dude like i I can't even Even, get a rental property even with like a spousal visa, you can't get a loan or anything. Does that mean you have to bank out of the country? Like you? No, no, no. Like, like you can get a bank account, yeah. but you can't get a loan because, yeah. like, but you're, they, like they, for yourself, for example, like for you to have a credit card, like, do you have to do that? Do you have to have like an Australian bank account and have the credit yeah. card through them? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I don't. I don't have a credit card, dude. Well, I have one as an emergency in Australia, but because I don't have any money in Australia for tax reasons, like it's all in Japan. Right. Like I don't use it. So yeah. like my my life in in a nutshell is so fucking simple here, dude. There's like ah. no loans, no no credit cards. That's like kind even of a, when I That's kind of sweet bef- in itself. To a certain degree, like it's Yeah. It's stressful, I guess, because you kind of do hit rock bottom on the fucking bank account every now and then because like if you need something you have to spend the money like and if you don't have the money you can't do it like like you know simple things like going to the hospital or something like if i get fucked up and i've got no money in my bank account fuck especially now having a kid like But I bought an S15. <laughs> hey, <laughs> priorities. <laughs> I would have done the same thing. <laughs> yeah. When that, when but, that, like, when that, when that perfect car comes along, like, you, you have to do it. 
You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think that there's many people who would be able to say no to that. Or actually, that's not true. I think there's a lot of people who would say no to it. And that's the difference between mm. idiots like us who <laughs> have like, dedicated our lives to this stupid thing. <laughs> well, it was funny because like I was talking to like my dad the other week and he's like, oh, so when are you selling the S14? And I was like, actually, I bought another one. And he's like, ah, <laughs> oh, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> plus kid minus car, it's plus kid plus extra car. Like, <laughs> I mean, I like the math there. Yeah, let's just see if I get to fucking use the thing now, eh? Yeah, but you will. Fucking S15s are only going up in value. This is an investment, Dad. That's what I said, actually. <laughs> I was like, this is a pure investment. <laughs> it's going in a shutter and it's not getting touched. Next minute, mayhem. <laughs> uh, I wish, yeah, I wish I had somewhere to keep cars that I could buy and hold on to. I got two freaking privately rented shutter garages now. Because it's the like I have to do that to be able to store the cars. Yeah, it sucks, dude. And like working on the cars in there, it's just I, like you I, can I, just open the doors. So like yeah, to yeah, yeah, take yeah. tires I, off, like yeah. I built my E36 in a uh, public storage. This is like a company that does like storage things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like you're not supposed to have cars in there at all. Like. You're not supposed to like you can store a car, but you have to give them your registration. You cannot mm-hmm. work on them. But I like it was like near my job uh, in in Redwood City in this like area called Redwood Shores, which is like just like a bunch of trailer parks and like storage facilities. Right. Mm. And like the guy who ran it and managed it didn't give a fuck. Like he was like, <laughs> he's like, bro, some of the things some of the things that I've seen around here will knock your head off. Like that's what, I, that's what he said to me when I was like signing the paperwork. I was like, next podcast. <laughs> I do. He got fired. He got fired while I was having my, like I would pull my car out of the thing and I'd have like the hood open and like, I'd be, you know, fucking with shit. I was like installing my like gauges or whatever. And I'd like, I was like, well, I got to know if the tack works, like, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, there was all these like tweakers living in like campers and stuff like in there and they would be like barbecuing and shit. And like across the fence was this trailer park. And there was like a dude who would do like, who's like doing tattoos out of like his trailer. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> and like there was this is full King of the Hill shit, man. <laughs> for sure. And like, there was like this uh, flat black Audi a eight that would come in six times a day, six times a day. Yeah, nothing and they would, like, come in. That go open their thing, close it, leave. Like, you know, three hours later, come back, open it, close it, leave. And I'm like, I know what's going on there. But like, no, the best part is, is like, I by far wasn't the worst one there. Like it was all these like tweakers, like stealing (laughs) shit out of other people's units. And like, and then they got new management. And luckily I got like, I got really lucky. And my friend who, uh, he got a job at Tesla and he had a shop and the rent he he'd been there a super long time so the rent was cheap and he was just like hey you can rent a spot here and like that's been that's that's been everything like dude like i've been able to drive so much more because it's like i can come back from an event throw everything in there and like if i need to work on my car we can move stuff around and there's like you know tire machine it's like 
it's it's like similar to end style where it's like a very small shop with like only like one one lift and then one like weird you know lift that is, of course is the one that <laughs> everyone uses you're worried that you're gonna freaking die if you use it <laughs> yeah just like you know now he like closing his eyes and welding i love that shit <laughs> I like went there. I was like, uh, "Dude, our shop's like end style. It's got like weird color floors." And, like, <laughs> like, There's so much dodgy random shit here. Yeah, <laughs> sweet. I don't know. Yeah, so I, I hear you. It's uh not not having like your place with all of your things. Where like this is mine, you know, because I still gotta like share it with people or whatever. Like this is mine. This is where all my stuff is. Like no one's moved just, anything. Like, it feels that like lack of what do you call it lack of preparation for events because you, sure. you can't work on your car properly you then like oh fuck mayhans tomorrow i need to change tires oh i'll just do it at the track <laughs> or i'll do it on my way the night before and not sleep and then yeah <laughs> i mean yeah so like i guess like i don't know obviously in japan there's no space like even even like Yota ha- like keeps his car somewhere far away, and everyone just everyone just has like apartments or like mm. most most of the drivers have that or like what is there is that pretty much common? It's like they have like a small apartment and then they have like a workspace. A somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty pretty common to have like a dirt cheap like one room apartment and then either have like a four car workshop or just yeah a shutter garage and then a friend with a workshop that they just milk out of so the shutter garage is like pretty much just like a roll-in like no it's like room for one car pretty much like <laughs> i i got probably the the new one that i got's really good it's really high so i'm gonna try and build like a shelf like as you drive in i'll build a shelf so you drive in under it and then that way you've got like a mezzanine kind of thing yeah but there's like you can't even get anything down the sides of yeah like the 14 now i have to pull shit out to be able to pull the car out because i've got like wheels aside for the s15 and then i've got like a bumper for the s15 and then like like, pull it out my spare parts behind it yeah that's how my that's how mine was. I had like you, you like and pull I it in and you gotta shit. <laughs> you gotta like climb out of the driver's seat and like or you know you like can't even open the door so you gotta like do one of these and like <laughs> like when when I first moved here and I met Hero right he didn't have a shop and he had four shutter garages one purely for tires one purely for like <laughs> I'm not joking dude there was a there was a shutter garage full of tires a shutter garage full of like gearboxes drive shafts knuckles and doors and then another shutter garage with a car in it which was like his good car then another shutter garage had like fucking tools or something just random shit and then he had ugh, cars parked like fucking everywhere but like, you just leave them places yeah <laughs> pachinkos I, and shit like fuck. when i yeah when i first got my e36 i i got a gym membership at this gym that had <laughs> 20 it was like it was like a 24-hour gym and it's like gym gym parking only so i just left it there <laughs> it's like casey for the shower <laughs> 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 
I was like, all right. And I, I had a friend. It was like a, there was like a gym and then it was like an apartment complex. And hmm. so I would move it between like the gym parking and the apartment complex, like visitor parking, because like my friend would check on it for me. So I would hmm. like, I would just play this shell game. And then people started to catch on that you could like leave cars in there and like get they a gym membership. <laughs> Dude, there was, I swear to you, there was like, 10 stance cars all in this like same garage <laughs> one time i was there and i was like i was literally doing i was doing i think i installed my knuckles in that parking garage like i just like <laughs> pulled up with my forerunner and like hopped out with, like my tools and all my shit and i like jacked i was like jacking the front up and like did the front yeah I did the knuckles and in in that actually that is yeah i think that is probably the one luxury i miss from australia is just Huh, I bought a car. I can just store it in my front yard. Like, yeah, no problem. Or like, you know, like double garage. I can put a car on stands and leave it for a week. Yeah. Whereas here it's like, I mean, before I had shutter garages, it was like open parking space. So I would work on my car out the front of streeters on the street. Yeah. And it was just the neighbors did not like me. <laughs> uh, but you know like it's just you just gotta do that like i did like i think jeff's last event here was like a a Nauki circle guy or something and he'd ha- like jeff had a blown turbo and i changed his turbo the night before the event in his car park in the <laughs> rain just so that he could drive that last event Oh, and we even had foreigners like offer to come and hold umbrellas. Oh, that's pretty cool. Dude, no, it's not cool. Like the the, the level of dis- like desperateness, desperateness. I don't know what to say. Like they were so desperate to go to fucking Mayhan that they were like, "Oh, we'll just change the turbo. We'll hold umbrellas for you." And it's like, who the fuck are you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a good. That was a good kick. That's you get a, some pretty interesting stories, dude. Like people just randomly messaging you being like, Hey man, I'll, can I come to the Hills with you? And just, yeah, that one's, that one's a no for sure. That's, that's always a no go. We got, we've been dicked over so many times, dude, just like filming and stuff. And we've had car crashes. Like we've had people, Oh, they'll bring up, a car. They'll bring a car, like their rental uh... car and like follow us up. And then, like, halfway through the night, they'll be like, oh, we're bored. We're going home, going down. And people are driving and, like, Ooh. smashes have had, like, uh, have had people never rock up. Like, we go out specifically for people and then they never rock up. I mean, it's like, fucking whoop de doo we start driving. But when you actually sort of, like, make an effort to go out for people, ooh, 10%. I reckon we got 10 minutes. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I don't know. 20%, 10% of the 20% went for fucking long. Yeah. Let's right. fucking see how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So 2021, like, living life on the edge. So you'd be like, oh, yeah, let's go to the mountain and like just never show up. That's crazy. I can't imagine that. Never showed up, caught the wrong trains. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Have had people like, I, I took like four people out one night, like not drifting, like just took them out driving around like Nanko and stuff on a Saturday night because I was bored and they were in Japan. What company were they from? 
Uh, Shane called me. He's like, take these people like to the Bay Area and show them around. Okay. One of the ch- like, it was two dudes and their their girlfriends, and one chick was just like, no, fuck this. It's one o'clock in the morning. I'm going home. He just got out of the car and fuck off. And I was just like, the day, the day. Before do I need went- to care about this, or do <laughs> I need to like go and pick her up and be like, I'll drop you back, or like? And the the guys were just like, no, fucking let her go. And I was like, holy shit, like it's fucking in the middle of nowhere. There's no trains at this time. And what's she going to do? No, like you know, she can get a cab. Apparently she did. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. That was like, uh, peace out. (laughs) I went to, I went to Daikoku, Daikoku parking area. Is that what you said? Did I butcher it completely? I probably can't even say it. I don't know. Daikoku, Daikoku Futo. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we like we like got on a train i was like this is where it is we're gonna go and we like went on a bunch of trains and like got, went all the way because we were in tokyo at the time went all the way to yokohama got off like got in a cab and i was like i want to go here and the guy's like what i was like <laughs> here take me here and he's like no and i'm like no i want to go I, this take me to this place and he's like you know he's like why and i'm like because there's cars there and he's like yeah it's a parking area and i'm like yeah just trust me and so like he drives us there and my girlfriend is pissed (laughs) yeah she's like this this," she's like you're you know you fucked up but this is this is like next level we are in a foreign country and you're taking us to a place where a cabbie doesn't even want to go like this is going to be bad we get dropped off and it's like we get dropped off on like the like as you're coming in, it's on like on the, the left side. But there's like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he didn't take us in; mm. he just dropped us off on the outside. And there's nothing. No way to get in. Yeah, no way to get into. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, you can't see any. Like, so he leaves us on the outside, and we're like walking around. <laughs> Peace out, closes the door. And yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, this is what you wanted. Okay, here you go. You said, yeah. I was like walking around and she is like a, not having it, like not having it in the slightest. And we're walking around and I see like an S13 start to like rip donuts in the intersection. I was like, we're here. Like, there's, I don't know how to get in. I don't know where it is. Like, so I'm like walking around and I'm like, go it's, right. It's, it's close. It's close. Like, so I like go left and it's, it's a Bozuzoku holiday and it is fucking <laughs> packed, right? But I can't get in there. And like literally, I'm like walking towards like the freeway booth on ramp. And she's like, <laughs> That's the freeway, you no. idiot. And I'm like, how do I get I was I like was gonna go to the freeway booth and I'd be like, I wanna go in there. Like, how do I go in there? So I was like talking to some dudes outside and they're like, we were just using Google Translate and they're like, No, it's shut down, like they won't let anyone in or out because of the Bozuzoku holiday and blah blah blah. like you can't pretty much like you fucked so sorry and then we just talked about like west coast rap for like (laughs) 10 minutes or whatever and it took us just like i had to call it an uber black and it was like 80 80 bucks or something because i didn't know how to call a cab or anything i didn't know how to get Mm. picked up from there she did not have she was not happy it was not a good uh, it's just one of those countries man where like everything seems so accessible, but is not accessible. Yeah. Like I've heard so many horror stories of people getting cabs to fucking circuits. Like 
catching trains and then catching a cab to the circuit and they're like oh this is sweet we got here that was easy and then they can't the get home because they get can't back. get a cab yeah. they can't call a cab like yeah. i've had people call cabs for foreigners at mayhem before and like it's so du- fucking embarrassing there's a dude who took a uh, a train and then a bus and then walked to Mahon. Oh, who was that? Uh, no, was... I remember talking to that dude and being like, what the fuck? I mean, he's cool. He was a nice kid, but he asked for a ride home and I was like, dude, we literally have like eight people in a six person van already. Oh, this is probably... Dude, there's been so many like That's that. That's probably dude. been Honestly. a lot. There, yeah. there has been so many where it's Tr- like, yeah, trying sure, to get a I'll rental car day of to go to <laughs> Abisu. Abisu, like, we like got off the train and I'm like walking around and there's like all these like rental car places and I'm like, rental? Like, and they're just like looking at me like, today? <laughs> like, right now? You just walk in. <laughs> you want in me to do the paperwork now? <laughs> and you don't speak English and you want me to. Mm. And it was like, it was very different to like Tokyo where you're like, like, okay, whatever you want. Like, you know, we'll mm. take your money. Like, they were like, the fuck? And so I went to like 10 places. Maybe, okay, maybe like five. There was only really five. Like, we were walking around and like, that was like the only time I ever felt like very like out of place. Cause like being in Tokyo, you're like, all right, there's like lots of tall people. There's mm. like lots of foreigners. But like there, you're like, the average height is a little shorter, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I felt like this like fucking monster and I'm like walking around like give me a car you know but we got one fucking worked out that like had to, it's just had to be only, nice I was like trying so hard to be nice you know the only, like, I've even had people like want to come out street drifting and they're like we've got to catch the train home and you're like oh that's okay like five o'clock in the morning like first train's <laughs> at five and they're like um what time's like the last train it's like 12 30 yeah. And they're like, so how do we get home? It's like, well, that's street drifting, I guess. Like, stay awake. You wait till five. Yeah. Mm. My friend. The, the, I- the worst is when people crash, bro. The worst is when you take people out there and like somebody else crashes and they're like, no, we want to go home now. But like, because I live here, or like, you know, whoever lives here who's actually driving, it's kind of expected to help and like fix a car yeah. so that they can go home. And if you've got people that are like, we need to go home, we need to go home, we need to go home, like hurry up, hurry up. And you leave, it's like super frowned upon, man. Like Interesting. Well, yeah, you like, you don't want to just be like, oh, sucks to suck. See you later, fuckers. Like, <laughs> oh, blind diff, poos. <laughs> it, it happens, but man, like, but it's one of those things where it's like, if I don't stay and help, the day that I get into that situation, I would hope that those people would help me. Yeah. Um, and, and like, yeah. it's fucking happened, man. Like, I've crashed at Mayhan and I've had, like, I think it was, like, the first big crash I had at Mayhan was, oh, I don't know, remember how many years ago now. And, like, Fujio's like, oh, you live down the road from my workshop. Put your car in the truck. And I was like, I just finished fixing it. And he's like, okay, bye. <laughs> but, like, dude, never, never really had spoken with Fujio, but he's like, oh, put your car in the truck. And it's just like... Yeah. Hmm. I want to. Like, I want to. I want to have a beer with Fujio so bad. I feel like that guy's. I feel it. Casey was telling me he's got like he's like he's like real quiet, but then like you like got to dinner with him and he's got some fucking stories. Like I bet, man. I uh, bet. I can, I also, can only like I want to get like all of them drunk at like 
the same time. Not just like yeah, have just... one person like on the beers. I want like an event where they they're all just plastered like that. It'd be hilarious because it just like, doesn't. Oh, you happen. remember this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the fucking stories that would come from that, I'm sure. And like now mm. he doesn't drink at all, right? Not very often. I yeah. think I've seen him had like a beer like maybe once or twice in wow. seven years. I've never seen Hero drink. Zero. Like never. Interesting. Um, maybe I've, there's something to that. Mm. His excuse is he just doesn't like it. It's mm. like, okay. Um, I mean, saying that I don't really drink anymore either because, well, the biggest thing is it's zero tolerance here, man. Like if you drink yeah. and drive, like even one beer, you're over the limit. So yeah. it's and no then, point for people that want to go driving, even though they're breaking the law anyway. But <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I guess it's the commitment, sense. bro. It's the commitment to driving. It's yeah, like, see, why would thing. I spend twelve hundred yen on a six pack of beers when I can spend twelve hundred yen on a quarter of a tank of fuel? Like, you know, crazy. Yeah, but I then guess. the MCR dudes next level. Really interesting. Liquid, liquid motivation or liquid confidence. Interesting. But like, I, like, yeah, Yo- I've Yoko, I've heard Yoko some has, very some scary cash, though, right? stories. He's got some. He's he must do. He must have some cash now, man. I, I don't know how it works. Like. Uh, he's he's another character I want to spend some more time with. Like I met him in 2011 in Nagoya in the Bay Area, and like spoken to him a couple of times, but not like like Travis. You know Travis that lives up in Nagoya. Like he he spends mm-hmm. a lot of time with um, Yokoi. Travis is from Texas. He's the dude that sort of lines up all the Lone Star stuff for Aaron. Mm-hmm. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. I don't know how they say that word. Yeah. Aaron. Good enough. That dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Travis spends his time with Yokoi, but like he is a big drinker. Like I remember seeing like the D Max Instagram like one year after like Yokoi won the um the, like D one GP for the year. Like they did a story of him like stumbling into a hotel, like <laughs> Just completely plastered at me, like give me my keys, <laughs> like out of it. But yeah, like there's there's stories that those guys will have like two or three beers and then go streeting, and it's like they're like sort of we have like no tension in our body kind of thing. Like, I know people who swear by it. I have never done it, but I'm the type. Well, I'm, like I'm the type of dude who like I I could probably like. I don't know. I could probably like BS with somebody. I could like talk to somebody like maybe a little bit more fluid. But like, <laughs> the, band, if it comes, the banter. <laughs> if it comes to if it comes to like motor skills or whatever, like out the window. Like if I'm working oh, on my no. car and I have like a beer, I'm I've some. You know how some people are like, oh yeah, like it chills me out and I can you know mm. I can just wrench or whatever. Like me, I'm like, what was I doing? Uh, oh fuck, you know what I mean? It does the opposite, so I just avoid it. Well, like I think. The whole 0.08 or 5 or whatever it is, the, like, legal limit, right, is based off of World War II fighter pilots. Before, like, the fighter pilots would fly out, they'd give them a beer and they were, like, approximately that sort of limit. And that they said it increases their skills. Oh. Uh, like, 
dude, like, I don't know who the fuck told me that or where that came from or if I read it somewhere, but that, that's apparently why they have that limit. Interesting. As to why. Yeah, dude, like, maybe I'll look <laughs> it up later, but... That's fucking crazy. All right, well, maybe the, I'll give it a shot. The MCR boys, I think they fucking used to live by it, but... <laughs> fucking... Like, heaps, heaps of the drivers are fucking alcoholics, bro. Yeah. Like... I think Kazama stopped drifting because he was like, no, I just want to go drinking. <laughs> I had read that somewhere and like, who else was a huge drinker? Uh, I can't remember now. It, like just some of them you just see every now and then they're like, oh, they haven't been out to me. They haven't been driving for a while. And you see like in the background on their Facebook or something, it's just like girls bar, girls bar, girls bar. <laughs> like, plastered every weekend. <laughs> like, they're like hey. uh, <laughs> priorities <laughs> fucking case me beat me at fucking qualifying I'm going to the fucking girls bar <laughs> uh, I don't know I, I feel like there's I feel like there's so many similarities but then also not like with Japan I don't know it's it's kind of crazy because there's in Japan there's so many like older dudes who've been doing it forever like based compared to like where we're at where it's like it's mainly mm. like people like you know my age and your age like we're the same age so fucking our age and like there's well, like, like some our- ogs who were like kind of older but like the dry like they didn't mm. they haven't re- like they didn't have like the places to go drive as much mm. so like their skills are good but they're not like you know japan good they, they're not like second generation you know what I mean? Like we're kind of like we're part of that like first generation of. I, I reckon I'm second generation in Australia. Sure. Because there was like Drift Australia, like um, all of that stuff, and it was kind of like I could rattle names off, and you'd be like, "Who the fuck is that?" Um, but the, there's like a whole list of guys in Australia that are kind of like the the first gen, and yeah. then like Mez myself. Um, Casey, we're kind of second gen. Yeah. And now there's like three and four, man. Like since yeah. I've been yeah, here yeah. in like the seven, seven, eight years that I've been here, dude, like I could probably go to the like Queensland Raceway or whatever and know zero people. Like I have no idea who it is. And it just changes fucking every year. And like even looking at like the for sale threads on Facebook and stuff, the same cars are going through so many people because they're like, they get into drifting. I'm over drifting. They get in like the next person's like, oh, I want to get into drifting. It's sick. And it just fucking filters through, dude. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I that's that. why Australia sucks for driving. Like, there's some dudes that are fucking amazing, and it's because they've stayed in it. Yeah. But there's so many people that are just trash because they've they're like, oh, I can link two corners. I'm I'm good and I'm gonna get over drifting now. Like I want to go jet skiing. <laughs> I think there's a lot of that everywhere. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of hard. It's, to, it's kind of hard thing, to find people who like will dedicate their life to it. It's oh, not. It's yeah. not. It's not common. That but the, and that's the case with anything. Now we lost him. His phone died. Back. Coffee. Coffee made. Cigarette smoked. Nice. <laughs> battery charged minimally <laughs> yeah so we're just uh shitting yeah. on 
everyone who does drifting for like two weeks and then decides they're, <laughs> they're good at it. And then... well, I think the thing is now, man, like it's getting cheaper to do drifting overseas than it is in Japan. Like wow. to, to buy cars at least, like I, I don't know what this, the States is like. Like I've seen a couple of cars for sale in the States where you can get like five or six grand sort of like not amazing drift cars, but you can get a, like, you know, an S chassis with an SR that's, you know, within a reasonable budget. Whereas here it's just becoming like ten, twenty thousand $20,000 like investment just to get a car. So a lot of the Crazy. young kids now just can't afford to like, they can afford to buy the car, but it's like, no, nah, I'm not putting it against the wall in freaking Mayhem. So now it's becoming sort of like, Drifting is all the OG dudes only because they're the guys that have already got cars or have got like three or four stashed up from when they were cheap. And, and they're also at a time in, in sort of their career wise that they can afford to just basically go drifting continuously. Yeah. So like, I, I think that's probably Japan's biggest downfall is like, even though it's awesome that like taxes and stuff haven't raised as much as other countries as like in comparison to Australia, it's just nothing, but hey, Japan has stayed on such an even sort of like salary level and tax level and cost of living. Like it's been so sort of stagnant, but because the cars are becoming so much more expensive, people can't afford to do it anymore. So it's, um, it's kind of shitty, but at the same time, like the guys that do it are getting fucking good, yeah, or have been good for the last fucking ten years, yeah. But like in terms of like young and upcoming drifters, they're either like kids with serious money and can afford to do it, or there's just no sort of like young dumb idiots doing it anymore. So interesting. I didn't think about that at all, dude. Like, I mean, you probably wouldn't get a stock 180 or s14 for under a million yen now like it's it's becoming serious money yeah i mean they're definitely so, going up around here as well but mm. i didn't i didn't realize it's go, it's like on par where it's like it's the same price there and here essentially it, it's getting pretty bad man and even like engines man like i was looking on yahoo last night just for a joke and engines are around two three hundred thousand yen and it's like yeah I mean, that's, from yeah. when I first moved here, it was like 50,000 yen for an engine. Now it's like 300,000 yen for an engine. And yeah, the, I mean, like my 180, I bought for 150,000 yen, dude. What, like two grand US? Like, yeah, that's insane. Fucking nothing. I remember, yeah, because I remember like you'd go look at the auctions or whatever. You're like, these cars are going for how much? That's insane. Like mm. two, three grand for like, you know, something really cool. And then, you know, the export market just like, you know. And, and even then when I moved here, like Jesse and Shane and stuff were like, parts are stupid expensive now, but we look at it now and it's even like tripled in price. Like, you know, like an SR gearbox is 100,000 yen, whereas they used to be like 20 or 30,000 yen. Like, yeah, it's just insane. Yeah. It's just absolutely insane. Yeah. I mean, it's like what, you know, what cars are going to be next? Refetties, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, maybe I, I don't know. Even three fifties. Of I mean, like, yeah. What do you guys have coming up there? 
there's not there's not like a ton i mean like there's not like a ton of cheap rear wheel drive cars made after a certain point no i think how crazy would it be uh, if we start like it's going to be like a reverse importation of like (laughs) do you know what's funny dude i've been saying it to shane i've been saying like maybe we should fill a container in australia and send it back to japan yeah of like 350s dude if you filled a container like s13s dude yeah if you can just bodies for example yeah if you filled a container of 350s in the u.s and ship them back to japan you want to left hand drive 350s like you could get yeah anyway dance nation <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know i don't know if, i don't know if, like is that like a sought after car in japan i guess it's like because it has the big displacement people don't want it i just don't think it's been dived into apparently they're becoming more popular for time attack and circuit racing now because yeah. they're an affordable chassis yeah um, it hasn't really hit off with drifting yet in regards to like serious guys that go drifting. I think there's a right. couple of young dudes that probably kick around in them now. Um, I feel if like anything, I reckon like roadsters and Miatas or whatever you call them, I think they might become the popular chassis. Interesting. Um, Cause there's a lot of them. There's a shit ton of those things and like, Mm. I I don't know ZN6s like the the new gen 8s they're still yeah. they're becoming a lot more affordable but then you know like tuning wise they're not cheap no because you've you've got to go down the whole engine swap decision and all that sort of stuff just to get you know your 300 reliable horsepower yeah but I think it'll be pretty interesting the the direction of drifting in japan over the next probably five five to six to ten years i think like yeah. a lot of people are now starting to hold on to cars like they do not want to sell cars um which is why i jumped on buying the s15 is because i knew that like in two years time i'd be paying two mil just for the s15 plus yeah. doing what i want to it is you know then plus another three four five mil so yeah it's serious man like it's it's one of those things like you said before like no matter what hobby you do if you take it seriously it'll cost you money and it's like that that, that's that's okay in my eyes um as long as as long as you got some kind of purpose in this life you know dude and that is the biggest frustration with working in japan is like japanese people was particularly like males or the, like the guys they are pretty much like what do you call it a bread maker or you know the, the money earner yeah, yeah. yeah the money earner in the ha- in the household so um thankfully i'm not in that position too much so nice uh, not not well i mean yeah like i'm the one earning income in my house but like i'm not having to give up everything to do that like yeah it's it's pretty common here that like the young guys that are drifters that do get married and have kids it's they're done boom everything's for sale everything's gone and then it's like i've now purely got to put my income towards my family so that's another that's another reason why like a lot of the young guys don't stay in drifting as much in Japan is just purely salary is like, you know, having a kid 
is a lot of time commitment and it's obviously a lot of financial commitment, but you've also got to consider like, you know, living and all the rest. And one thing that I found out the other day is like, um, like even though my freaking daughter's two months old, we now have to sort of start thinking about where we're going to live in order for her to go to school. Like, yeah, you know, like I said before that, to have a car registered in your name here, it's got to be registered to an address. So if your house can't have a car parked at it, like you don't have the space, you have to rent like a shutter garage or a car park. That address has to be two kilometers away from your residential address. Like it's got to be within a certain distance for you to be able to get the certificate to get the registration. It's the same as schools, man. So like where I live now, there's one school. And that means that my daughter can only go to that one school. If I move five minutes down the road, there's three schools and I can choose from those three schools for her to go to. So a lot of people, when they have kids, they move to like good areas where there's heaps of schools so that they have choice. But if they live in an area that's like affordable or, you know, in in an inherited house or something and there's only one school, they're fucked. Yeah. So, like, a lot of the drifter guys probably live in a cheap house in the middle of nowhere and then they have a kid and they're like, oh, fuck, there's no schools here. <laughs> and they have to go and buy a house or they have to, you know, financially commit to living in a, a, a house that's more expensive purely because everybody else wants to live in that area so that they've got schools for their kids. So, Yeah, I think that's the case here a little bit. As Mind well. blown. Yeah, no, like We have school districts and people move just for that really yeah true like that doesn't happen in australia like wherever you live if you want to go to a school you just apply to the school really if they say like there's not enough kids here then yes you can come if there's too many kids like fuck off (laughs) yeah yeah for like here people move like to certain counties or even like cities within the counties just to go to like Mm. a specific school fuck that yeah that's mind-blowing yeah so I, keep, I mean, it's a little I bit selfish. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit selfish, but like at the same time, it's like I don't want my daughter to have a shit education or go like literally like where we live. There's no fucking kids, bro. Yeah. So if she goes to that one school, there's probably going to be like five kids in her grade. So she's only going to have like five friends. Whereas if we move literally five minutes down the road, where the like cost of living like pretty much triples but we have more schools, she's going to have more friends. It's, it's bizarre, dude. Uh, I mean... Apparently, it's a Japanese rule. But, uh, like, I, th- I think, like, from what my wife was saying is it's because of, like, those schools are all, like, the government-funded schools, like public schools. Right. So the government put a restriction in on the schools basically accepting only people from their area so like if the government puts you know three schools in one area and they're all really good schools and everybody from other areas want to go it's just going to fuck up like yeah they do um, it here because the the property tax goes towards the school funding true yeah so like in the u.s that's how it works and so like it causes it's like good if you live in an expensive area, but if you live in a cheap area, mm. then it means your school, school gets no funding. Yeah, so it's like kind of <laughs> like this, like uh, there's there's like some debate on whether that's a good idea or not. I I feel like that school should probably be equally funded, but you know, 
that's that's for a different podcast that I'm not going to be on. <laughs> like, I don't I don't know shit. Uh, is yeah. there any is there any like is there any like did you have to like adjust your like drift technique or is there anything that like you found through drifting in Japan that you would never have known if you hadn't gone there to either like watch or drive or especially drive I guess I think the biggest difference was that my like driving style and my understanding of drifting in Australia was you forced the car to drift be it clutch kicking it be it pulling on the side brake e-brake side brake whatever you want to call it to get the car to drift and then go whereas here as soon as i moved here it was like and i like i specifically remember like going out with Shane one weekend and him basically saying like don't drift just grip and like get faster and get faster and get faster. And when you start to get faster, you know how like you, your car will start to break. You'll break your traction point. And then from there, if you understand that traction breakage point, you can then initiate drifting. Mm. So like if, if you watch like really, really, really closely, like a, say you get a mediocre, like, Japanese drifter and a mediocre like American or Australian or New Zealand drifter and just purely look at lines that they take, it is backwards. Like, it, uh, well, I mean, it's easiest just to watch Nalki, I guess. But <laughs> if you look at the way in which, <laughs> if you look at the way that they drive into the corner, not out of the corner, like foreigners will like sort of, enter late or they'll sort of like bum drag or they'll clutch kick in the wrong direction and like sort of make a an overextended entrance to the corner mm -hmm. that is the opposite to japanese drifting in my opinion where like like the entry speed the entry speed in japanese drifting is so much bigger because it's braking like you, you're coming in so much faster and using inertia and all that sort of technical crap to get into the corner and then as soon as you're mid-corner, you're preparing yourself for the next corner. Whereas, like, I see, in my opinion, and it was the same with me, as like, yeah, I'm baking this corner, I'm baking this corner, and oh, fuck, there's another corner. <laughs> and by the time I realized, like, fuck, there's another corner, I'm facing the wrong way and I'm not prepared for the next corner. And it, it then becomes this real wishy-washy drifting style, like yeah. where it's... it's... Like big swing transitions between each corner. and Yeah, and, like, that then takes... The speed, the speed then just drops off, drops off, drops off, drops off. As you drive more corners, the speed drops off or you kind of get behind yourself and then you carry yourself back up through the corner at the exit. You're like, oh, I'm getting all this speed again. Oh, fuck, there's another corner and it drops off again. Yeah. One thing I noticed like, so, like watching you guys on the mountain and stuff is you're not, you're not like trying to throw big angle or whatever. You're like, you're just going super fast and you're drifting. Like you're, you're, you're like carrying a ton of momentum like as you as you like switch back right like it just it it seems i guess the maybe this is whole like drift bible like fucking keiji tsuchiya sort of shit but drifting has come from mountain racing 
and accidentally drifting. They're like it's it's guys going trying to go so fast up a mountain that they're then breaking traction and becoming drifters. And I think that's where like you have I, I think there's two styles of drifting in Japan, like your circuit and your mountain driving. Mountain driving is a lot shallower, a lot faster, and it's a battle who's who's the fastest. Hmm. Whereas you go to Meihan, Meihan is or you know, Bihoku or Mikawa, maybe, or any any circuit one. Nico, for example, Nico's got a straight and stuff like that. It's who can get the most speed down that straight and can then initiate the fastest and the earliest into that main corner, for example. So, like that, that two opposite sort of thing is kind of essentially the same. But yeah, like Australia is just like, fuck yeah, we're drifting. Like, I'm, I'm like smashing. Oh, did I drop out? Like, um, like I'm linking all the corners and it's like you have a little straight and I have to munge it Yeah, is like Australia. I have to be drifting. I, mean, I have to munge That's the US too. I mean, it's just like, it's just, a di- I don't know. It's a different, it's a different mindset. I think like, mm-hmm. they, like different, we literally had at Super D, like some spectator was like, what's this? Sh- if I wanted to watch drag racing, I go to the drag strip, you know, like, what's this? Like, why is everybody dr- <laughs> drag racing down the front straight? Why aren't they like drifting down the front? Munging, straight? yeah. You're like, because that's way slower. Like it's you're not. But but then again, like look up all the fucking two thousand like BM drift battle like um, videos and stuff on YouTube, and Japan was at that point in two thousand, like early two thousands. They were like, hmm. it's a straight. We can munji. We will do it. Hmm. And it's kind of progressed to now being a faster like style of driving in my opinion like because of people like kazamo that was so smooth and like and so precise like tanaguchi even though he he won a couple of d1 gps but he wasn't sort of like a standout driver but he was so smooth and consistent and fast from grip driving naoki he may throw big entries and like all this sort of backwards crazy shit but his speeds are insane is like five, 10 kilometers over everybody else in a competition. Yeah. And I mean, his style is that he slows down with angle. He uses that angle to slow him down. But at the same time, it's just like you, you, the speed aspect of Japanese drifting, I think is different to formula drift, for example. Yeah. So you're Don't saying, get me wrong, freaking Formula Drift, they, they honk it in some of the courses. They're, they they're starting stupid fast. They're starting to go a lot faster. Like it seems like it seems like uh like James Dean and those guys and pretty much like any anyone like Oz, like I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it seems like they are like pushing to drive faster and less of the like mm. big, you know, hang the car out mm. and just, you know, wash back. I, I reckon and forth. James Dean brought a new aspect of drifting to formula drift yeah i think like having him in formula drift was like a new sort of like turn for formula drift i think so I reckon too. If, if he hadn't have gone to formula drift i think it would probably still be more not same. have come out the way yeah i agree it's kind of like, good we need that i don't know you, you yeah, need you need yeah, like you need the person to come to the event and be like oh they're entering like 20 miles an hour faster than i do <laughs> 
like maybe how, well, I mean, how like, do I how do I do that? I feel like the, the, the funny the funny thing is is like since Naoki went back to D one GP, there has been more D one drivers coming to Mayhunt to practice. Hmm. Interesting. Like Kawabata drives D like Mayhan just as much as Naoki now. You're kidding. Utsumi comes back all the time now. Like Whoa. they're they're coming back. Like I'm maybe it's coincidence. Maybe they realize that you know seat time is you know fuck I hate that word. <laughs> <laughs> seat time, seat time. I've got to get my seat time. <laughs> but like you know, like practicing is like key, and they may be really local. I know that Utsumi lives in freaking Kobe, so he could be going to be Hoku, for example. But like they've since, ironically, since Naoki's come back into D one, they have been practicing heaps heaps more at mayhem maybe because of its you know driving aspect that is a potential edge on everybody else but mm. like it must be the track <laughs> we will go and we will beat him <laughs> <laughs> but like honestly though if you if you go through like last year's d1sl like not DNSL lights now. Mm-hmm. If you go through every single round and look out who is like really, really strong at each circuit, majority of the time the Mayhung guys are consistent through all of the circuits. Hmm. Then when everybody else comes to Mayhung, it's like a flip. It, it's really, really strange, man. Like I don't know why Mayhung is like so. I don't know. It, it's definitely one of the hardest courses in Japan, but fuck me, Ebisuminami is like bad. But yeah, if, if you can drive those two courses really well, you're like a force to stand in in for like in, in, in for D1 GP, for example. Yeah, I mean, didn't Miki go sequential? Like things are things are getting wild over there. She's gone sequential for like she's had that all season now, all, all year last year. Yeah, it's crazy. I saw in car and I was like, what? <laughs> like oh shit we're getting serious over here like the lights cars now are basically d1 gp cars from five years it's insane yeah like they're gonna get to the point where lights cars are at now d1 gp like all 2j like in thousand horsepower which kind of sucks but yes but like yeah. on the small courses it's kind of like what's the point but they know. make it happen, but it's crazy. Yeah. Have you seen the videos of Naoki driving his 2JS15 at Mayhon? Yeah, it's insane. It's it's like... Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just stand there and just go, oh, what is animal? I'd like to see that in person. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's different, though. It's yeah, totally different. It's a different, different line. Like, yeah. It's a different line and it's a different approach, which yeah. makes it interesting. Yeah. But then it comes down to like, what do you really like? Like, I, I really like the 400 horsepower sort of like line in the sand where you still can overgrip the car compared to having a thousand horsepower where you're fighting for grip. Yeah. So I agree. Does that, that's, that seems like the kind of like general consensus in Japan too, for most people who are like doing it for fun and or like small competitions. It's like, that's the build, like keep it Mm. around that. Don't, you know, you don't need crazy power. 
and just like focus, well, was, focus on driving. It was interesting because when I first moved here, the high like high grip tire thing was starting to come in, and everybody was starting to run like big, not big, but you know, sticky tires. Like starting to run R one Rs, and Zestino had just come out, and um, things like the Nankang NS two Rs were just coming out, and all that sort of stuff. So people were starting to use that at Mayhan. And then after about probably 18 months, to, what, two years, everyone went back to like mm. Kenders. Everybody oh. went back to streets because it got to the point where they realized that it just breaks parts or it's like it's really, really difficult to drive an underpowered car with such high grip. Yeah. And then now since the Valinos have come in, um, everyone's gone back to high grip. Yeah. Like there was probably two years of Kanzai All-Stars where everybody was on Kenders and like running 1.2 bar of boost. And it was like really, really like it was strange, dude. And now you go to Kanzai All-Stars and it's like, okay, 1.5 bar of boost, sticky like low tread wear, like grippy tires. Hmm. So it's, it's like done that sort of like. That's really interesting. Because we're like just mm. kind of getting into the like, like, we'll go to events and people will be surprised that we're running like a 265 at like, you know, 15 PSI mm. or whatever. They're like, really? Mm. Like, yeah. Like how much is it, you know, how much power does your car make? I don't know, like 600 foot pounds of torque. You're like, why, you know, why are there, why are there two thirty fives on your car? Like, you know what I mean? They're like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I don't know. So like, it's like, I think people are starting to catch on here. So it might, we might get into have more people running like bigger, stickier tires, but I don't know. It's, it's a, mm, it definitely so like my four harder to drive, but once, once you learn how to drive with that, you can do cooler shit for sure. Yes. And no, <laughs> I, I'm on the fence dude, because I actually haven't driven on high grip tires yet. Hmm. I have only ever driven on Kenders. And I went from a 235 on the 180 the whole time to a 265 on the 14, but still just Kenders. Same tire, but just different size. Yeah. And now that I've got the 15, I'm going to start playing with some higher grip tires because I've got the horsepower. But like, what is that? What does that S14 make? Like 300, 350? 350-ish. So like it's it it'd be fine with high grip tires. Yeah, I mean at least you're on a two sixty five. And like, the, do you get the KR twenty A's or do you get the just the twenties? The KR twenties. Yeah, those are pretty. Yeah, just cheap, man. Like and it's, they last and it's also forever. Pretty much, like if I buy a brand new pair, I can get three nights of hills out of it. Yeah, and and like Jesse and I both run the same tires. Yeah, like same size, see, same tires. Key. And like he's probably fifty horsepower up on me on like the one eighty compared to my fourteen, but it is really really even. So when we go driving, it's really really fun. Yeah, and that's super important. So that's the whole thing. Is my team was all running super sticky tires, and I was running like <laughs> I was running like Kendas or, or or triangles or whatever. And mm. my car made less power than theirs, so it's like I kind of needed those tires to spin them. But at the same time, it was like it just it just didn't work in certain places yeah so i was like oh well you know i'm gonna i'm making more power now like i'm gonna step up to those tires and then it makes 
I don't know. You just have to find that balance. It's like, does the car make X, then run this? If it makes less than that, you can run high grip tires, mm. but it's like makes the car really hard to drive. Because I tried it and it was like, all right, I literally, I literally have to throw the car as hard as possible to get it to like initiate. The commitment, hey, like the commitment yeah. is so much. And like I remember probably April last year, like when the 08Rs just came out, the new Valinos, um, Mickey and Casey were using them at Mayhan and they were clutching towards the wall, like double clutching. And usually it's like a, a faint, like you can get the rear to slip and then clutch yeah. to get along the wall. So they were clutching on that like right side rumble strip? Yeah, yeah. clutch, clutch. And both of them came in and they were like, these are too grippy. This is too scary because if we don't get the second clutch, you're in the wall. Yeah. And so it was like, it's a balance between having too much grip and not enough grip. Yeah. Like I, I really should put some decent tires on the back of the 14 and go to Mayhan because the, the KR20 is crap for Mayhan. Like, honestly, they're crap. Well, I think Mayhan's, but- Mayhan's pretty slick, right? Like it's... It's not super Dude, it's grippy. all different surfaces. It's yeah. all different surfaces. Yeah. So there's grip in some places and there's no grip in places. Like it's fucking unreal. That's what makes it fucking good to drive because you you never know what you're gonna get. Like yeah. get water and it freaking throws another freaking spanner in the works. That'll, but that'll teach you some throttle control for sure. <laughs> I cringe every time rain like is mentioned when I'm at my <laughs> I've I've never seen uh, Julian sweat about anything until it started raining at Mayhaw and he's like, "It's raining." I was like, "Okay." I was like, "All right, okay." I was like, "I don't know why I'm enjoying this, but I'm enjoying this." Like, no, I, I know a lot of people that pack up as soon as it starts raining. I know well, a lot I, of people that just pack up and fuck off. And I rode with him. It's like there's certain spots are icy and then you still have grip in mm. some spots it's like crazy Hit the like ripple spit like the yeah real deep against the second wall where it's all like corrugated i guess mm. and it's, it's concrete so it's slippery as fuck yeah but that's the line you have to drive to be a boss yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tires i don't know it's another thing like oh mate hero fucking he always drives in Kenders. I think, and he throws down hard in Kenders. Yeah, and he and it's he just like with anybody on those, I guess. So it's like whatever you're, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like whatever, whatever works. But I, I, I will admit though, like we went to Hills once, and a certain someone came with us, and it was like he's here now challenge is on like game on and hero was like kenda's off <laughs> tires on <laughs> yes <laughs> not showing me up at my mountain <laughs> oh man i love how that's like still but, going oh man that's so cool there's so much rivalry dude it's like yeah i've heard about some i've heard about some rivalry like even between like certain you know known drivers and they're hmm. yeah it's like it's it's pretty cool it's good though because they then push each other. But the, the the coolest thing about it though, man, is like they will drive each other to the point where they will crash. But then at the end of it, they'll turn around and say, "So what is what's different about your car? Like my car doesn't do that. Why why does your car do that? Yeah. Like there's there's 
there's no shame or no sort of like ego, I guess. It's like, oh, he with... crashed, he sucks, I'm way better kind of thing. It's like, no, 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 yeah. not, not really that. Like, they push each other to push the envelope and right. see who's best. Right. And then at the end of it, they're like, well, they'll both learn it's from not each because other. I crashed. It's like, your setup is different to my setup. How? Why? What are you running that's different? Why could you do this differently to me? And it's the same with Mayhan. Like, you go to Mayhan, and if you, you throw down really hard in one section, but you suck at another section. Someone will come up and be like, yeah, your cast is out or like, um, you know, oh, you're running like a different final ratio. So that's why you can't carry speed through this section. Mm. And it's just like, you go to Australia and you go to like a, a, a Matsuri or as practice day, no one will ever like give you advice or if you go up to someone they'll just be like oh well i'm running this and it's just like there's no like helping become a better driver or helping become more fluent you know what i mean like there's there's no progression i think it goes both ways where people aren't really they don't want to ask also you know they don't want to look like they know nothing yeah (laughs) yeah there's like a lot of there's like a lot of I don't. I don't know if it's like pride or whatever. Actually, at mm. the last at Super D, I was like flagging for a second, and one of the dudes, some guy, like just bought a car, and he was like, he dr- he drifts, I guess. I don't know. He's he's been drifting, but he he just bought a new car, and he was had like he was like asking me about the line through like one section, and I kind of like gave him some advice or whatever, and then he went out and did it. I was like, yo, that's tight. Like that never happens. Usually, people are like, you know, people will ask about car setup before they'll ask about line you know mm. that's that's where i love the grip driving thing dude like yeah, and that's, that's why that's such i want to get a grip car i really want to get a grip car purely because it will teach like really really good lines um and it's the same like this sounds really fucking stupid but i want to get an rc drift car i've been thinking about that myself purely because you can like go and drive with like say like takumi and yota have them and they go purely to pr- practice tandemy get out of here so like by watching the the rc car in front they are mentally like training themselves when to transition and by learning to read another rc car they then when they jump in a real car they go and drive they've got that sort of like mental image imagery of like when to transition and things like that yeah it's like yeah uh yota's always, my mind was like <laughs> yota's always playing a seto too like he plays with everybody he's mm. and he's good you know um mm. but, but yeah i thought about that i have like a i have like a old uh, i have like an old rc car from when i was like a kid <laughs> I, was, it's, I wanted to like it's like i, I went with them one night yeah Dude, they're so expensive. Yeah, I was like, oh, I wonder if I can like mod my. It's like a team associated TC3 from like 1998. Mm. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'd like I still have the radio. I have like all like little stuff. And I'm like, I wonder if I could turn this into an RC drift platform. And I was like, you know, looking into it. And some people have, but it's like, dude, they're they're so beyond mm. that now. Like all these like perfectly balanced chassis with like everything like centered and like Dude, all carbon pretty much like what Yota and Tokumi said to me is like you can set an RC car up almost identical to a drift car 
it's through alignments and like acrimons and stuff like that. So it's just like, but that's like spending two or 300,000 yen. And it's like, if I'm going to spend two or 300,000 yen, that can be like, my S14 could be cleaned up and looking badass. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think about that too. I'm like, should I do an RC jersey? I'm like, uh, I just, I just want to drive my car more. You yeah. Know? Right. But like, I don't know. In terms of difference between drifting in Australia and Japan or like overseas is, is definitely speed and line mainly out of corners. Yeah. I can see so, like shallow out of corners, but big angle into corners. Whereas if you watch like, I can, I don't know, a video of someone smashing it up, I don't know, Lone Star Drift or something. It's like really shallow into the corner and then getting onto the gas and then getting huge angle out. Yeah. And then being like, oh, fuck, another corner. Yeah. Just like riding big angle back to back. Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely like... I don't know. Most of the guys I drive with kind of do the the like shallow high speed to big angle like on the right corners. You know, like not all of them are big. Mm-hmm. Like not all of them are big angle into like you know mainly like the decreasing radius or the like sharp nineties or like you know hairpins. That's when mm. you like throw the big angle to slow down. And then when you try and drive with somebody who does the like very sweepy drifts, it's like pretty hard to change that Dude, up it's and so hard it. to chase yeah so hard to chase because they're going from one side of the circuit back to the other side of the circuit yeah. and you've if you get up on them and they're going to go back across you've got to fucking fall back and then try and chase up again yeah and so like it's hard and so like that's why i started messing with like left foot braking because like that's what that's what you have to do to chase that yeah 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 oh i know oh i know it's like but you know you can't just assume that everybody you're gonna chase here is gonna. There's a there's a time and a place. It's there's just a time and a place. It's just another tool in the toolbox, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done it. I'll admit to it. Like I've never left with a brake purely because I don't drive anywhere that needs it. I had never done it until, like, two events ago. I mean, like, if you look at sort of like. I mean, Formula Drift is a bad example, but you look at the courses which they drive where they are big speed, like sweeping corners, getting onto the left foot brake does keep you in the right spot. So you do get the right qualifying mark. So it makes sense, but... It's kind of lame. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I agree. Whatever. I'd rather see like a Formula Drift around like at a fucking T intersection of like a freaking four lane highway or something like <laughs> that'd be pretty sick i mean the texas round was pretty cool where they had like the the course that kind of like backed up on itself Not, yeah like you know you know how it came through sort of like a big long sweeping left-hander into a u-turn yeah and then they had like a bit of a sort of dog leggy thing into another u-turn yeah that course was cool because the last u-turn you got a break as with both both u-turns you got a break yeah. whereas all the other ones don't mm. really have it was interesting breaking. watching people chase in there mm. you could like tell who like can i don't know and like some of the lead lines they just they'd like get all like 
heavy heavy e-brake in and then like kind of like float it you know versus the people that will like snap in and go you're like mm. oh you can like kind of see who knows how to drive that style but i don't know i think i think like two years ago there was like people on facebook and stuff being like oh this is a throw up like something different normally like compared to having to just put your foot flat down yeah i don't know it is it is weird that like professional drifting is is so different from the stuff that you know my friends and people who mm. I, you know what i mean I, I don't know i don't know how to explain it. it i'm almost like okay with it being the like you know counterculture or the purist or whatever you want to call it like having having yeah i mean i mean it's 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 just a different different ball game yeah. compared to like what we do and i mean like even if what we do you compared to like the show and shine drift kind of guys like there's guys that are running like you know 10j front wheels with two on 540 tires and you know like this high off the ground like that's drifting for them and that's cool because they that's what they want to do but we look at that and go fucking you're going two kilometers per hour and can't get full lock like <laughs> fucked up but they like it so they're having fun formula drift guys like spending fifteen thousand dollars a lap and <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> like if you're not changing uh, your tires every run are you even drifting <laughs> <laughs> is this even drift <laughs> Where, where's uh, the smoke where's the smoke Oh uh, man, like I still remember that when I first got into drifting, there was a video of Tanaguchi and Kazama. I'll try and send it to you later because it's fucking cool. It's called like high speed drift or something, and it's an S14, an S15, and maybe an RX7 at Nikko. And it is just like high speed drifting, and there's like zero tire smoke, but they are just like driving insane. And I was just, when I first saw that, I was like, this is drifting like this is cool and it's all like super shallow angle angle stuff but it's i don't know for me that was more impressive to see like speed and yeah and angle I think, I compared think to just bacon tires i was never really i was never really drawn to the like you know big smoke show stuff i was like drawn to watching cars like fly with a bunch of momentum and like you know mm. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I think that's I think that's starting to be more accepted and appreciated. I think it's just everywhere. I think it's just becoming more clear to people that like there is different types of drifting within drifting. Yeah. So I, I think like I think America's probably the fastest to catch on to it. Like you've you've got the Formula Drift guys, you've got you know, a certain aspect of it is this final bout guys that are sort of more dressy styled cars, like that don't want to go out and hit walls and hit each other. And then you've got, you know, the, the super D events and stuff that have started popping up and the smaller grassroots <laughs> events that are popping up where people are just there to drive. Like, you know, and, and that's where I like LZ. I like Denofa and stuff like that because they go to those events and they just fucking drive. Yeah um yeah gotta give them credit there i do i do i do appreciate that and like for the most part it seems like <sighs> yeah <laughs> i hope i hope it just continues to like i have a feeling that the like 
you know, sub sex of drifting will like continue to grow and then we'll just have options and it'll be cool. You know? I, yeah, I, I agree. I, I reckon like there will be a time where it's like, you know, there, there always has been the, the generic grassroots drifting and, and whatnot, but I, I think it'll probably be more sort of a short course, maybe. I don't know. Short course, long course. Um, I don't know. Formula D, Formula D and everything else. <laughs> who knows, man? But, who, who knows? Look, hey, like, Formula D is impressive. Don't get me wrong. It's fucking impressive. I, I watch it every now and then just to keep on sort of like seeing sort of aspects of it. There is some events that are actually pretty good to watch and some of them are just like fucking. <laughs> but, you know. Well, like something that really interests me is like now that we have the whole YouTube sort of aspect of drifting, like what influence is that making to sort of like 16, 17, 18 year old kids? Like, yeah. is the, is the goal to be a formula drifter, like formula D drifter, or is the goal like, you know, to be the to best be, driver you can. Yeah. Put it, out, it's it's kind of interesting. Like put out sweet tent, like camping, <laughs> rolling up in my supercar in my freaking three million dollar house, and then pulling out my three fifty Z with a two J. Yeah. <laughs> but you you know like haters gonna hate. I don't know. Like yeah, there's options. It's, there's kids that there's sixteen year olds that think like. Now he's sick, you know, because they. Find- but you know, it's mind blowing. There's, there's, there's people that don't even know who he is. Yeah, that's true. And then, and and it's the same. Like, you talk to the, some of the Japanese guys, and you sort of say to them, like, "Oh, do you know who like uh, Chelsea Denofa is?" And they're just like, hmm? "Who?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's pretty amazing. Like, and actually, something that I've been watching a lot lately is like all the sort of Irish stuff and the the British drift series and stuff, like. Um, the European stuff, like there's some pretty freaking gnarly drivers over there, mainly because of like James Dean, like I've sort of kept an eye on it, but like there's some pretty wild shit over there and that's a fucking, that's a totally different world of drifting over there. There's some wild Russian drivers. There's some, there's like just, yeah. Just it's, it's all sort of pretty product of your environment, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Like, you know the the V eight drifting obviously came from places like America because the there's engines available. Yeah, we yeah. can go to any junkyard and pull a LQ nine, whatever <laughs> it's called. I don't know. Three oh eight. Yeah, but there was like a time where everyone was putting you know Fox body Mustang engines and S chassis and yeah right and and now it's like how many corvettes are kicking around that are getting drifted it's insane like there's there's There's, heaps and there's like five at every event now mm, i mean like it's fucking gay as shit but it's also kind of interesting that like you know like i drove one it was a it was a thing i don't know there's (laughs) just there's just something about the no offense if you got a ls but like i just it's just not it just doesn't do it for me it's so lazy, isn't it? You can noticeably see the difference in driving style. It just there's no revs. 
there's no revs like there's no there's no like throttle control it's an on off switch you know what i mean there is no like keep it at this rpm or like if you want to be up in the boost or you know like there's no clutch work there's no i don't know i feel like it just takes so many elements away and like i feel like my my strongest suit is my like throttle control and pedals and you know i don't know percent um yeah I but then again if you go like who was it like you i think you spoke about it with mez is like that you can go to a circuit and there's like a bunch of shit boxes with v8s or like you know vqs like standard vqs and they sound like shit and they drive like shit but they're just they're there every week yeah they're keeping and it's like keeping drifting alive and they're getting they're good. keeping they're keeping the track open yeah. they're getting good yeah and it's they like may, they may not it drive, might not be what we agree on but it's kind of like they may not drive that car forever you know like maybe they they do want xyz they just can't afford it yet you know hmm. especially for these younger kids like you know there's kids that show up that are like 18 or whatever with like a clapped out you know e36 or whatever like you don't know what they're gonna drive in five years mm. like i know i've shown up to my first event i was in a s13 with like steelies and <laughs> like it wasn't a cool car at the time like i was on lowering springs and was ka mm. and walled diff and didn't even have knuckles on it like it was not nice by any means you know like you never know i'd love to see a drift series where everybody has like the same car car. i would do even if it was like everybody has a 350z with coilovers diff and um like a knuckle modification yeah like a i don't know like an angle modification i would love to see that too. all all on the same wheel like size and tire size i think that that would be really really cool i'm uh all right dude set it up oh I'm in. It's Dude, well. I mean, like, fuck you. Come to Mayhan and you've got fucking fifty freaking S15s with TDO6s on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All running two six fives, and the only difference is probably like you know, knuckle and alignment. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's pretty easy to see who's driving the best of the day. It's not. It's not the car. <sighs> I don't know. We'll see. I think. I think the. I think the. 350z like cup would be pretty sick it's like dude it'll get us all back to our like gran turismo roots you know like you can only <laughs> have this and you can only have these modifications like and of course be, i just think it'd be interesting yeah in regards to like Some, you know, someone like, hiding nos in their seat and shit like fucking toretto yeah <laughs> 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 Up the crap. <laughs> I think it'd be cool. Yeah, I'd like. I'd, I'd the grip. The grip guys do it, man. Why, yeah, why doesn't dude, they have it? they have a a, a crown one v- make one one make cups. They have a one make you cup for civics for civics crown vix the police interceptors. <laughs> I did not know that. That's one sick. of the dudes from uh, Realize he he started doing it and it's like it'll be like 10 police interceptors all on track at the same time and they'll like race <laughs> like how how cool is that oh it's fucking it's 
Every car it's has like, like 300,000 miles on it or something. And then do it at like Willow, you know, I don't know. I'd, I'd be into that. I kind of, I kind of think like, a, it's like, where do you go from there though? You know, it's like, I feel like everyone here wants to do once, you know, if they're doing a lot of comps, they want to like go pro. Mm. Mm. There's, but I think, I feel like it, I just want to see. I re- like. I would actually like to see like a, a group interview of Formula Drift drivers, like at the end of the season, saying like, "Okay, next season, what are you going to do?" Like, not in regards to like, "Are you going to like?" I'm going to win. How do you put it? No, 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 not about like winning, but like, okay, so a, are you going to do it again? B, why are you going to do it again? Yeah. Like, what mm. what is the drive for those guys? carbon fiber trophies brother (laughs) (laughs) i mean like it's easy for me to say that like you know like because i have a day job my dream would be you know either to be paid to go drifting or fucking asia career cup but like you know like the guys that are doing it it's kind of like well what are they what are they now pushing towards Right, and it'd be, it'd be kind of interesting just to see what, like, I mean, even just fucking LZ, like, you know, he's progressed up to Pro One. His channel is like fucking insanely massive. What is next? Like, is he going to go down different benches, or is he going to just keep cruising as it is? Or I don't know. It's kind of interesting to me. Yeah. Well, I'd I'd like to see that actually. I just realized I pulled this out of my wallet today. Can you see what that is? Dude, I have I have um I have two in my wallet. All right, we lost them again. It was a it's a Mahon ticket to get into the track. That's what I was holding up. Um Man, I feel like I feel like we feel like we need to do another one of these do a part two in a few months or something uh but uh yeah thanks for 